Hello, everyone, and welcome to good timing. today's one shot. Wait, d d was it good timing? I think it was. I already noticed something wrong. Twitch chat is poorly positioned, so I'll reposition them now. Um, I'll reposition them now. Don't worry, guys. It's, I'm, I'm professional at what I do. Uh, anyway, welcome in, folks. Uh, I'm going to turn on some music on Watch Together, so watch for the volumes, guys. Be careful with that. It's very important. Um, but welcome in. It is good to see you. We are here gathered today for an, an amazing event. The Unexpected are back together. The, the players of the first campaign that we ever did. Hey, claps for the players. Woo! How are you guys feeling? You guys ready for this shit? You guys ready to return? Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Okay, so before we move uh move into this i would like to remind you guys that this uh this episode or not this episode but this one shot is going to be available on spotify and on youtube later on so if you guys are watching this live and you can't catch up on everything you've got the vod and you've got those two uh that you can uh, that you can use to, to catch up so that's pretty cool um if perchance uh you can't watch in either way well you suck so um that's bad for you uh, but that's the only announcement uh, that we have for today. Uh, and so before uh, we um, before we we kick right into uh, this thing, let's go around the table and let the players introduce themselves, uh, tell us who they are. Players, not characters. Players, players. Um, so let's begin with uh, with our friendly rogue here. Uh, please, fish. Who are you? What do you do? I am Fish, known as Your Mother is a Fish, recently banned on Twitch because of my username. Uh, very controversial streamer. Um, but besides that, I, I play single player games. It's very chill and All controversial right. and dangerous. Twitch.tv slash Your Mother is a Fish. Uh, today, everybody refers to Fish as Your Mother is a Fish to see if I get banned. I just want to see if, if that happens or if it's just uh, exclusive to the, the actual name. So everybody just, she's your mother is a fish. Um, moving on to our cleric here, uh, Estera, who are you and what do you do? So, I just do <laughs> animations for your channel, basically. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, if you type exclamation mark OS cast, you will find them uh, in the links uh, in chat. Otherwise, you can find them in the links on YouTube as well. Uh, whenever I do, uh, whenever I do post that. And now to the to the kitty whisperer, uh, Mizzy. Who are you and what do you do? Hi, I'm Mizzy, and I I stream now. Oh. On Twitch.tv/MizzyPeasy. Mm -hmm. I stream Souls and indie games. There you go. See, last time we played D&D, she said she didn't do anything. Look how much has changed. Um, anyway, moving on, last but not least, our sorcerer here. Which, who are you, and what the fuck do you do? The same as always, I play and <laughs> lose my sanity on League of Legends. <laughs> it doesn't change. I'm a masochist. Alright, good to know that over... How long was it? Almost a year? Nothing has changed for which. Nope. Um... <laughs> hey, I reached Master, though. So something but, has changed. Yeah, but then I went down. <laughs> it's fine. That happens. You know, you Fetch. go up and down as whatever. Uh, yes. Anyway, twitch.tv slash witch underscore Samayan. You will find her in there. All right. Now that all of the players have been introduced and reminded us of their beautiful voices, I believe it is time 
to jump into tonight's one shot, or today's, that's not night yet, one shot of home is where the colors are. So, why don't we do that? I'm even going to switch music just to give it an, an ambiance shift as well. <clears throat> Alright. So, my friends. Tonight's adventure begins within an estate, a manor of sorts. A house gained as a trophy for services provided to the kingdom of Herskellen and granted by the Minister of Justice, Lucretia Dubois herself. A house where an unlikely group of heroes lives, where the unexpected rest. Tonight, we revisit Tuna, Sagrin, Azizel, and Syndra, and check in on them roughly two months after they closed a portal from where a nightmarish creature had crossed over, threatening to destroy an entire city. So this time, my friends, I will hand things over to them. Please tell us. What have you been up to in these last two months? How do your rooms look? Are there any changes in you in yourselves? And what is the name of your house? So whoever wants to take this first, you go for it. Please, not all at the same time, guys. I can go, I can go, I can go first. All right. Okay, so Tuna, as you know, she's a wizard and um, for these last two months, she has been researching, uh, creating new spells, uh, imp improving some other spells that she already had. And, uh, overall, just getting along with uh, the rest of the group, uh, mm -hmm. mostly with Sagrin. And uh, she has two bedrooms, <laughs> because she's special. Mm -hmm. uh, she has one for researching and one where, well, it's her personal bedroom. Um, so... The research room is just a normal room because Tuna gets distracted very easily, so it can't have anything. It's just a desk and like a big space for her to practice spells. Mm -hmm. uh, her bedroom, however, uh, when you enter, uh, you immediately feel like you are in a dream. Well, she's a, she's a fairy, right? <laughs> and as you know, she is from Eardham, the, the realm of dreams. And uh, she has a very good memory about that magical place, so she wanted her bedroom to resemble the land of dreams uh, as much as possible. So you immediately feel that the temperature is always perfect. The fresh, uh, it's, it's fresh and cold on hot summer days and cozy and warm in cold winter nights. Um, from the enter's per perspective, uh, the room doesn't really look like a normal square rectangle shape. It's more like an oval, like round, um, but you can't really tell because there's a lot of Eardham flora on the, on the whole uh, bedroom. Mm. Um, the plant you see most is Tuna's favorite, is a Loving Jolt. Uh, it's a marine green grass with glowing blue nervous system. Uh, and Tuna usually gives them plenty of love and affection, uh, or she would probably die electrocuted, uh, or she would believe. Uh, on the right, you can see a big oval balcony window that lets the friendly rays of sun illuminate the place. And on the left, right above a normal bed, uh, you see a paint of Bob and Sagrin playing with each other. It's really oh. cute. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so the room is amazing, it's cozy, colorful with all the different plants. But if you stay a while, you can kill the plants. 
are all an illusion. <gasps> because she is an illusion fairy. Oh my god. Uh, but, uh, well, even though the, the room is perfect for a fairy, it doesn't matter because Tuna and Bob sleep every night snuggling Sagrin. <laughs> oh my god, that is so cute. Look at you, look at you guys go. Um, anyway, this is a, a big fucking manor, by the way, uh, if you hadn't noticed. But we'll get to that later because um, I didn't tell them exactly how to imagine it. Uh, but one of them uh, is going to improvise describing how the manor looks uh, by the end of this. So, And we're going to roll for it to see who does it. So you guys, no, none of you know who it is. Um, but I cannot wait to see. So you better start thinking right now. Oh, oh you do this. Uh, oh, all right. So who's, go who's going next? Anybody wants to volunteer? To go okay, there we go. Our first, our first volunteer. I mean, uh, second. Go ahead. Uh, uh, so Sagrin has uh, a very cool room. Of course, it's Sagrin. Uh, it has to be cool. Duh. Cool for her, at least. And uh, the door for the room is at her height. So it's a small door so she feels you know normal sized uh for those that don't know she's a halfling uh and once you enter the room itself is the same size as the other rooms because of course but the furniture is all tiny <laughs> she has uh a bookshelf on the left with trophies things that of course she stole uh but don't be fooled they're all fake uh it's just so that people think those are the the, that is the loot, you know? <laughs> and then to the right, she has her bed. And then right next to that bed, she has a tinier bed, but at the same height as hers, so that Tuna and Bob can sleep right next to her. <laughs> and then right next to that, she has a big, big, enormous chest, way bigger than her, way bigger than a human size, like chest. But right uh, on top of it, you have a window. And if you try to open the chest normally, the, oh, there's like a certain mechanism that activates and closes the door, closes the window, and the person gets locked inside. So the trick is to push a button, a secret button, on the back of the chest to open the chest, and then you have all of her loot. <laughs> and of course, it's right next to her bed, so once Sagrin falls asleep, she can like, she can just look at her precious loot. And that's pretty much what she has been doing throughout these two months, just stealing more stuff, because that's her goal in life, and be with Tuna and be happy. Oh, very well, very that's well. Uh, the room of uh, the room of a thief. Uh, we just yes. got we just got described. All right. So, who's volunteering to go next? Now there's two left. All right, there we go. So Azizel on these last two months have been focused more on helping Syndra. Uh, trying to figure out what's going on with her and how can we help her situation. Mm -hmm. uh, he has also been trying to improve his other skills, like stealth, for example. He's been getting tips from uh, from Sagrin on, on yeah, how to be sure. stealthy. <laughs> um, and he has also been uh, keeping a, an open tab on how's boss doing, trying to exchange current <laughs> um, mail letters and stuff like that. The um, fucking cobalt, my god. That guy is I a care, curse. I care for everyone. Mm -hmm. So my room basically is um, very purplish, which is the favorite color 
for me. Right. Uh, I'm a simple cleric, so no big bed, just normal bed with huge drapes uh, covering most of the windows. The, mm -hmm. um, in the room you can see like a tiny desk where I write all the letters and a tiny box <laughs> where I keep all the letters there. Yeah. You see also um, a bunch of shelf with books which I use to um, uh, read and try to find any more information on what I can on Syndra. Alright. And you can also see another shelf of books on the other side, however they're all fake. So basically <laughs> they serve as a mechanism when I touch the right book, so it opens and gives me access to another room, a hidden room, where I actually have an altar dedicated to my goddess, the Nightbringer. Oh. So in, in this altar you can see a bunch of symbols of the Nightbringer itself, but I think the most beautiful thing is the ceiling is enchanted to mimic the night sky and there's oh. a lot of candles like forming a half um a moon like yeah. a crescent moon i would say and on the middle there's the the nightbringer itself and that's where i go when i want to find peace of all these ladies. <laughs> how 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 cute very well done, very well done. Um, so, for those that don't remember what happened on the very last episode of the campaign regarding Syndra, um, Syndra got the last hit on the boss, and as such, she decided to absorb whatever was left of the boss, uh, of the final boss, and as she did, spoilers, um, her whole face, her, her, her whole left side of her face went, uh, went dark, and she grew a horn, almost like a, a reverse ram's horn. Uh, and then the whole left side of her body is now dark and spiky um, as whatever her problem is consumed her even further. Uh, hence why uh, Zizi here has been uh, helping her out. Well, only one person left to describe her room. Syndra, how does, yes. how does your room look? Uh, my room... My room is mostly like cold colors, uh, principally the, um, the blue pale uh, yeah. color. So it's iconic, right? Yeah. Um, it's pretty simple. There's no plants because Cinder will let them die from <laughs> not watering them. Because she, she forgets a lot. Yeah. Um, there's lots of books and shelves with more books. There's also a little secretary. Mm -hmm. um, she spends most of her time on the on the room researching and trying to understand more of her condition and the power that comes with with it um and she also passes a lot of time on a practice space to to practice right. spells and even combos oh that's awesome great job yes. so on these past two months there has been something that the unexpected have been doing uh collectively and that is um they they've been they they, they were on mogrand i don't know if anybody who's watched the, the first campaign rem remembers men the mention of mogrand but it is another city another county uh and they were they were around mogrand hunting monsters hunting beasts leveling up because they are starting this one shot today at level nine uh which is important all right so my friends we have described all of your rooms separately but now it is time for one of you to make make shit up and describe how the manor itself looks like from the outside, from the inside, whatever you guys want. So let's do this. Let's do this fairly and let's roll a dice. All right. So number one is fish. Number two is Zizi. Number three 
is Tuna. Number four is Syndra. I'm gonna rule this on Foundry to see who gets to do this. You guys ready? In no. three, two, one, boop. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> It is fish describing how the manor looks, the name, how it looks from the outside. Hit it. Uh, okay, so uh, the name of the house is House of the Fortuitous, mm -hmm. uh, which fits with the unexpected. Uh, the house it has two um, two floors. Okay. Uh, looking from like the outside, of course, you have like a basement. Uh, and secret rooms and all. Mm -hmm. uh, it is made by stone, so it looks exactly like a fort. Holy shit! Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's big, strong. Uh, it has big, double um, wooden doors. Okay. And once you get in, it's like completely the opposite. <laughs> right? You have big stairs, very wow, very dramatic because mm -hmm. we like to show the money we we got you know <laughs> uh, and then on the first floor you have the kitchen and you have right at the entrance you have like a fireplace a couch uh, a rug wow some paintings mm -hmm. and to the right the kitchen which is very important we need to eat well we need to have also a separate room on the kitchen just for cheeses for tuna <laughs> and then on the second floor, uh, we have like an open corridor mm -hmm. and you can access, you can see like from the first floor to the second one, all of the doors for each of our bedrooms. Okay. And then each bedroom has a window to the outside and you can see if someone is coming, if someone is not coming. And that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Wow, very well done. I got to stop being a DM for, for a few minutes. <laughs> awesome. Good very job. Well, uh, by the way, who the fuck cooks? I don't. Magic? I burn food. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> it's magic. You would you guys have hired a, like a butler maybe or a cook or something or a chef? Yeah, a butler that always uh, goes around chasing us with a metal tray. You know? <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> All right. So now that that's out of the way, my friends, the way that this adventure begins is with you guys inside of the manor inside of your dining room enjoying dinner and conversation so please go ahead take it away oh man i love these carrots really i think they're a bit yes. overcooked <sighs> I like they're fine what are you guys going to do tomorrow probably hit the library again try to Research. figure out yeah i'm i'm sleeping for a that change. So, boring. so I see you, your lives are shitty. <laughs> well, what about you? Me? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe we can visit Artem. And I instantly open my wings and grab you all. Holy shit, you're just Go doing it now? Artem. Yes! Oh god! Oh my god! I wasn't ready for this! I wasn't ready! Okay, you guys give me a second! You guys give me a second! Let's go! Uh, I guess I, while this is happening, I'm just grabbing like all of the food in front of me. I'm hugging it. Oh, I'm no! taking it with me. Like, I just want to eat it. That was, that was fast as fuck. Um, Alright, so. My friends. As, 
as Tuna's wings unexpectedly, curiously enough, uh, open up, uh, you see that they, uh, first of all, they increase in size very, very fast, and the pattern in it ignites uh, in a radiant white color and expands out of her wings themselves in all directions. Her eyes begin to glow in that same shade as a strange, involuntary smile curls up her cheeks. The pattern envelops you all, burning onto your skins, and suddenly it compresses you into one single tiny atom as you bloop out of this plane. Your vision is pulled and stretched. You can see the back of your own heads. You look at each other, trying to keep a point of reference, but your skins glow in a psychedelic show of multiple colors, changing each second. Your body parts are exaggerated. Your heads are huge. And then the space in between you feels like thick paint and fluid flowing slowly until your heads swim above this abstract art. <clears throat> it feels like inhaling an entire new dimension as a swirling, that swirling white pattern envelops you and your bodies hit the ground. It feels soft. The grass caresses your faces. And then you realize, wait, the grass is actually caressing your faces. You see these blades of grass of marine green with th these nerves, these glowing blue nerves extending towards you, trying to grab your face. And the ground tries to move all around you. What do you do? Be gentle, be gentle. You? They can, Are you they talking can kill to you. us? Oh, okay. I... Yeah. I pick up my dagger and I start like pointing no, towards no, no, no. No, the nice. grass. They recoil a little bit, but then they they try to go around you to touch you. I'm ticklish. Stop. <laughs> they they will electrocute you. <laughs> you 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 are so so beautiful. I I love you. You're talking to me? Oh no. Uh, you see the the, oh, yes. the the grass to to which Tuna directs her words begins to recoil, but the others are, the other around you continues charging up this electricity, trying to hit you. You guys do anything? Uh, yes, I uh, turn. Are you cute? Uh, pet, pet. <laughs> okay, next uh, fish. What were you gonna were you gonna I, say? I, I, would, I was gonna say I love you, plant. I guess. All right, and you, uh, Zizi, are you gonna say anything? I just step back and say, easy there, easy. All right, so uh, I'm going to need both Sagrin and Syndra to roll persuasion checks. Uh, <laughs> Zizi, one of the plants next to you, as you say, easy there, it kind of recoils a little bit and then <laughs> charges you with a, a little zap of electricity. Uh, there's no save for this. You take six points of lightning damage as it zaps you. Uh, now, what did you roll, guys, both of you? 21. Um... 22. All right. Uh, as you, they are convinced, as you say, that the, the nervous system kind of re retracts inside of the blades of grass and, and they kind of just waft and, and, or, or, or kind of just wiggle in the wind next to you. But there is really no wind. Uh, but they just move like there is. They're happy, I guess. They seem Can't to be. They are the same plants that I have in my room. Still around Zizi. You're beautiful. I love you. <laughs> that wasn't a very convincing tone. Roll persuasion check for me, too. <laughs> they're plants. <laughs> they're, they're plants. 
They're planting AR them. <clears throat> Persuasion. Do it. Yeah, uh, it rolls. It's floating. I would I recognize like the environment from uh, my dreams? You would. Um, 27 is enough. They all retract uh, and are just kind of dancing around you. So. What do you guys so, do? What do you, what do you guys think? Why did you bring us to like... The hell is this place? Because your life is boring. And you need some... Not false, but Spiciness still. in your life. Tuna, did you spiciness? drink this morning? Mm -hmm. I, I ate one egg. That's not drinking. Alright. Um, yeah, why are we here? Really? Well, because I really wanted to visit Ardham. And, and you guys are always so busy researching and blah, 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 blah. So I thought if I, if I, if I asked you, you could have said no. So I kidnapped you. Did you at least brought okay? provisions? No. Sagrin has... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes. But, but I know everything here, almost everything. And I know what we can eat and what we cannot. Please lead the way. All right. Okay. So, I figured this is a good a good moment to describe to you what you see. You look around, and the sky is in permanent dawn. Or is it dusk? It depends on where you look, actually. The clouds form perfect spirals that move and change shape constantly. Some of them are idle, and water falls down from them into pools that don't grow in size. The hills in the distance seem to pop in and out of the ground. Bloop, 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 bloop every time you blink your eyes. Birds with long tail feathers fly above you until you realize those aren't feathers, but the actual head of the birds as they fly backwards with small but googly eyes looking at you. As you guys look around to absorb the landscape, you notice not too far from you down the hill on which you are standing on a sea green leafed forest that extends for a strange-to-perceive distance, as distance is here in Aardem. Tuna, you recognize these, this uh, sea-green leaf forest. This is your home. It looks like it is Floden Blossom. What do you do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you guys want to meet my parents? Can I, I say no? Uh, <laughs> you guys are really... Well... Uh, Follow uh, me! <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay, so <laughs> you guys follow Tunasi <laughs> begins flying down, and, and you move down the hill as these wide, wide leaves form stairs for you, making it easier for you not to stumble and end up face first into a Ardham dirt. At the edge of the forest, you can look within and see a thick weave of brush and root. The trees are very wide and squat. And some of the branches end in these, like, platform structures from where other trees grow and expand. Do you move inside? Continue to follow me! <laughs> I guess so. Alright. <laughs> Better than being lost. So, as you guys walk inside, there's this permanent, wispy blue glow. And you see these little balls of light floating about... Gently and slowly. Tuna, you know what these balls of light are. Now, 
as you take that first step, or, or, or I would say, as you, you begin to reach kind of, you know, a full encompassing uh, uh, stroll inside of the, of the forest, the light inside, it turns duller. The leaves barely seem alive. And those wispy floating spheres struggle to stay afloat. Tuna, where are you leading them? Uh, I'm leading them to my home. But first, I will say, Sagrin, Sagrin, eat one of these. Uh, is that poisonous? No, no, I wouldn't, I would never do that to you. You kidnapped me, all right? <laughs> it was for you to see this beautiful place. Isn't it this beautiful? Well, if I die, at least it'll be after I eat something. And I pick it up and I... <laughs> all right. <laughs> I bite. You... As you bite, it just goes inside of you, and you can see all of you, except maybe for Sagrin. Well, if she looks down, you'll see it. She'll see it. You see this blue glow going from her throat through her chest and into her stomach, and then her stomach begins glowing blue. Is she pregnant? I'm, I'm, I'm blue. Now try to fuck. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> am I am I dreaming? Man, well, well <laughs> it is the realm of dreams. Well, <laughs> as as you hear that, you feel a wet sensation on your trousers. Um, but it is just wet and kind of cold. And the blue glow disappears. It turns your fart into water. Did I wet myself? <laughs> In some way, yeah. Tuna, you hate me? No, no. <laughs> Do you have a bathroom? Uh, not really. <laughs> okay. And all right, and then I start like walking with my legs like kind of spread. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you you hear a little bit of a <laughs> um, from from your from your pants, but um, it seems all right as that the water starts trickling down the legs and into your into your shoes. Um, it's but it is just water. Uh, you you it's just water. It doesn't have any smell. It's just water. Um, all right, it's so my world now. So you live by my rules. <laughs> you are leading them home, right? Yes. All right. So you notice that shift and that 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 sort of uh, strange struggle that these uh, these the fruit of of the sea or the sea seeds um, the, the the struggle that they're having, and then you look around you as you continue moving in, and the flowers on the brushes they reach out to you, kind of begging you, exasperated, uh, exhausted, and weak. There's these uh, uh, bright red, th this bright red coloration that you're used to on said plants that fades to white uh, at the edges, and their once moving and dancing stems can barely hold them aloft. The puffs of spores that the deep purple bulbous flowers used to expel from the small porous openings on their skin are no more than dust now. Anything you do? 
can can I see can I can I check or can I perhaps by chance uh, <laughs> know what's going on? Uh, nature or insight check, if you would like. You have the ability to do insight as well. The others, if you want to join, it would be just nature. But I don't think you can actually join here. I think Tuna would be the only one. Sagarin is yeah, pissed right now. It's going She's to be grumpy. nature. <laughs> She's pissed. <laughs> Can I can I guide her? You can guide her, yeah. Okay. Um, it's one d four, right? Yeah. Nineteen. Nineteen. Um, all right, fair enough. So, you've been noticing this as you've been moving along that the, the large root webs that would make the journey difficult they do move out of the way and guide your path somewhere, although you don't know exactly where. And their movement sounds like a wail of pain, but not like physical pain. And now, with looking at these plants, you notice this, this it's longing. The forest misses something. It, it, it misses someone. And with a 19, you wouldn't know who it misses. <laughs> but anyway, after some walking, with Tuna leading the way, you make it to the deepest reaches of this forest kingdom, not exactly how much you, not knowing exactly how much you walked or exactly where you are compared to where you started. The forest kind of just moves and 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 entangles with you, but it opens now into a clearing, where there are kind of no trees and no roots. What do you guys do? How are you moving through stealthily, regularly? Hmm. Okay, wait. Something is wrong here. And I pulled Bob because I totally forgot about Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Bob. Just walk around me. Just be, be free. Be a free bird. <laughs> and he's just jumping around everywhere. Don't be. <laughs> like, like Sagrin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just let's let's try to go stealthily because I think there's something going on. All right. Yeah. Okay. I can't go stealthily because I have water on my pet. <laughs> I, Just... I, I I carry you. All right. <laughs> You're carrying wet baby sack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm gonna need everybody to roll a stealth Thanks, check. Man. Uh, Sagarin, you can either roll for yourself as well, or you can right, let, let ZZ roll for you, but... No. <laughs> <laughs> <Definitely> no. <laughs> Historically, that has not ended very well. Yeah. Uh, well... I have an advantage Yes. Of my coat. 26. I rolled 21. Oh, Natural no. 20. Yeah, I rolled no. a 6. <laughs> Syndra? I'm one... a very loud fairy. I Bzzz. rolled a 13. 13. Very well. Okay. So, you guys approach stealthily and, and kind of begin peeking into that clearing. And opposite from you, in this clearing, you immediately see it's the, the, there's the thickest and largest tree that you've seen thus far. It has this light brown trunk, and it is carved to look like a palace, with stairs that twist around it, openings and balconies. And they are fairy-sized. Tuna, you recognize this to be the palace of the Floating King. But in your memory, it looks different. 
This is the center of your kingdom, and it is eerily quiet. What do you guys do? Something's happening. Can I knock? You're still at the edge of the of the clearing. You have to sort of go through the the clear part to to knock if you want to. Okay, okay, follow me, follow me. Let's knock. <laughs> you sure that's a good yeah. idea? Yeah. It's is the king. He's very he's very kind. Is uh, he? Okay. <laughs> yes. But knock knock. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so you guys all move around and and go to the the without having to leave the 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 cover of the forest you can move around and then when you're closer tuna can go in there and knock there's nobody there Shit. at this point i will ask all of you to roll perception checks for me please <clears throat> Shit. 22. Okay. Uh, 15. 15, all right. And that's a natural 20 on Syndra. Um, all right, fair enough. So, you now see, as you actually look around, the other homes, the ones that are hanging from the trees, carved into them too, there's no light coming from the inside, as you're used to, Tuna. In fact, there's only smoke. The ground is filled with scars. Scars that weren't healed by the land. Maybe purposefully. The trunks exhibit the same wounds. Trunks have these these kind of scars that you can't... You probably have to get closer to see what they are. And spread around this place, you see little pockets of, of bright green vines. Like eggs covered in plants. What do you guys do? Um... Yes, Inspect. Is the... this natural? Do I know is this if it's from natural? your realm? <laughs> it is not. It's not natural. Uh, the I sh I should know where my home is, right? What the, yes. my house? Yeah. Is it near? Yeah, it is near. It is in the the same this sort of same clearing. Your parents have a high standing with the king, so uh, it is in this 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 same clearing. You can find your house easily. Okay, so follow me. And uh, while we're walking, I'm going to, to shout. Is anyone there? Hello? Hello, mom? Dad? I think we should keep our presence a bit unnoticed until we know what's happening here. Oh, it's fine. Can so there's I... killing grass, strained eggs, no one's in the palace, and you're screaming. I don't think it's fine. <laughs> Sagarin, what were you saying? Uh, can I go investigate the, the markings? You can, uh, you can. The scars. You can, yeah. indeed. Um, and it is, it is actually... There's no check required. Because when you walk in and you see that, you see those scars in the land and in the trees, you recognize those. You've seen those in buildings in Brunswick. You've seen those in your own body. Those are beam scars from something that fired a beam from... You can conclude where. Not their asshole. <laughs> but you've seen those all over the place. <clears throat> oh no. Okay. Can we hear something somewhere? 
movement? Actually, by this point, as you're all looking around, you begin hearing the sound of footsteps. Heavy footsteps. The ground shakes from them. As they speed up, heading in your direction. What do you guys do? Uh, hide. hide. Behind. Like, you guys <laughs> jump into the forest and hide? Okay. Alright, you run in and hide, and suddenly, bursting out of the thick brush, a figure trips on a big root and tumbles their way into the middle of the clearing as its moose face drags through the dirt, sliding a good ten feet forward. You see a large humanoid with a moose's head adorned by big antlers, all covered in bits, bobbles, ropes, and twine. As it gets up to see you, their body is dressed with like these beautiful, colorful robes of gold, purple, and green. And it holds a wooden staff and leans upon it, looking around with a furrowed brow. And before I do anything else, why don't I show you how they look? Um, give me a moment here. You guys are going to be able to see it. Uh, boop and show players. And I'm going to show it to everybody as well. Oh. As, as you see this guy um, uh, walking into the scene. All right. I'm gonna take it out. <clears throat> so as they kind of get up and they're like uh, kind of getting their bearings, they go, oh, oh this is strange. Where have all the fairies gone? Oh, what a bummer. And then they turn their gaze to where you're all hiding. Oh, um, uh, I don't mean to intrude, but I can see you hiding there. <laughs> and they, they, they point at you, um, Tuna. Oh, oh, little fairy. Hello there. Where are all your friends? Hey, hi, I, I think I know you. Huh, right. Where are all Maybe your friends? Not. I don't know, I just came here. I, I came from the human world. Not human, but um, the other world. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I was on vacation, you know, and, uh, and now I'm here. Uh, oh. I was visiting my family, but mm. no one's here. Not well. even the king. Maybe they've gone out for a walk. Oh, well, I guess I'll return later then. <laughs> Ta-ta! No, no, wait! <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, sorry, how rude of me. Uh, what is your name, little fairy? I'm Tuna. Uh, I am the Wanderer. Or at least that's who I was told I was when I was born. <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't notice your friends. Oh, they're not from here, are they? Oh, my. And he begins... Cousin? What? What? Cousin? Cousin? Oh, no. I am... He, go, he goes, oh, no, I'm afraid not. Oh, but, oh, did you know that? In a way, we are like siblings, but then in another, you're also my parents. How peculiar. I'm not sure how that would work. <laughs> uh, anyway, the fairies are not here. I guess I'll come back later. Bye-bye. Let me go with you. Oh. We're looking for the fairies as well. Oh, you're looking for them? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Let's go then. I know some stories. I know that you like stories, right? And he immediately kind of perks up. And it, in his back kind of straightens. Oh, 
what I do. Well, so you want me to help you find the fairies in exchange for stories? Yes. All right. Well, he sits down, holds on to the staff. Go ahead. Tell me your stories. Um, <clears throat> um, I'll tell you the story of the unexpected. All right. We are the one, the, the, the unexpected. We. Oh, why next. don't you introduce us to your friends? I'm still hiding, by the way. I'm too embarrassed. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still hiding. He's he's pointing that... at you and and at everyone. He knows where you are. Doesn't matter. I'm still like trying to look down. Super okay. <laughs> well, that pee -pee one pants. hiding over there. It's Sagrin. Oh, hi, Sagrin. I'm looking down. <laughs> She's my best friend. Whoa. Okay. And and uh, this one we are looking over here. It's Syndra. Oh, hi, Syndra. You have hi. a problem over there. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. We, we kind of assumed that she was dead. And she's oh. kind of dead. He extends his nose to give her a sniff. Oh, yeah, I haven't smelled that smell in a long time. She does smell dead. You need a shower. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and this here is Izzy. Hi. Hi there, Zizi. You look like a strong fellow. Well, apparently it's going to be deceiving. Oh, definitely not. I noticed the strength in all of you. Anyway, maybe I should get going. And he starts getting up again to, to leave. Are we going with him? <laughs> Let's go with him. Okay. And he I looks... and I while we were walking yeah. behind him, I I I kind of whisper. He's probably going to hear, but uh, I kind of whisper. He's the wonder. He's a legend here. He looks back. <laughs> Wait, why are you following me? We're, we want I... to see the fairies. But I was not going to look for the fairies. What are you going to do then? I don't know. Just wander. We'll wander with you. All right. And he continues moving through the forest. After about some time, you can't really tell how long it's been. You all wander back into the same clearing. And he goes, oh, oh strange. Where are all the fairies? And he plops down again. Huh. And he's just looking. I, I just... Okay. Um, put myself in front of him. Uh, yes, I am, little Sagrin. I'm okay. You're Sagrin, right? Yes. I okay. think he's kind of cuckoo, guys. Oh, you think? Yeah. I think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we, we should go. It was nice meeting you. Oh, okay. But he's a legend. I met the Wait. A cuckoo legend. Then you want to tell me a story? 
I was going to, but you just get up and, and went away. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just when I'm sitting for a long time, I feel like I have to walk unless I'm being told a good story. Okay, I'll tell you a good story. All right. And I tell the story of the campaign. <laughs> Please, can you tell us a little bit of the story? Oh, no, I don't. oh yes, you will. You volunteered, now you do it. <laughs> okay, so so we were in Brunswick. Do you know Brunswick? No. There's a it's a city in the in the realm in another realm? The realm where you're all from? Yes. Whoa. And uh, they were attacked by kobolds, little creatures, really, really weird. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we, we wanted to, to, to discover where those kobolds were, and we discover a lot of things like portals to another dimension. Oh, is that how you're here? No, we're here because of my wings. My Ye wings are teleporters. Oh. And I just expand them without just without yeah. doing anything. Oh, that's those are some interesting markings there. Yeah, and and I knew I knew uh, I I knew who, who did I know the the goddess. Oh, Gejud. Oh, I remember. Oh, and I, and I knew Gejud. Do you know Gejud? I haven't the faintest idea, but her name uh, is funny. Whoever came up with that must be really smart. <laughs> she, she's the, the, the god of justice. Goddess Whoa. of justice. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I knew her, and I was in between planes as well, but then I met them, and yeah, we discovered a lot of things, and um, and a lot of eyes. A lot of, lot of eyes. eyes. They, they were very scary. What about you three? How did you feel about the eyes? They were creepy. Oh. I start like having flashbacks <laughs> to all of the visions and nightmares yeah. that I had. She has PTSD from that. He he kind of slides down next to you, and he has like these huge hands compared to your to your head, and he kind of just. Puts them around your shoulder. Oh, there, there, little Sagarin. Uh, I'm sorry about how you feel about the eyes. I didn't mean to be rude. I was just curious. I don't answer. He's going to cast Calm Emotions on you. Ooh. Uh, do you resist? No, no. All right, so whatever that feeling was within you, it's you're suddenly at ease from it. Oh, does that feel better? Yes. I feel, uh, refreshed now. Mm. All right. Well, you've given me a good story. Now, I must give something back. What is it that you want? We want to find the fairies. Oh, I can do that. Can? You see the smile on his satisfied moose face... The cheeks are almost like pressing up against his eyes. And then... Suddenly... The eyes go cloudy, swirling with fog inside. As the wanderer kind of looks up and down and all around the clearing. Going, ooh! Ah! And after some time, he returns to normal. And he goes, well, that's done! 
But where are they? Oh, right. Well, uh, it seems that the queen betrayed all of your friends, Tuna. She had a lot of eyes, more than two. I've seen things with a lot of eyes here, but not quite as many as she had. Then there were these flying blobs with one eye, but then there were arms coming out of them with more eyes. Are these the same eyes that you have seen? Perhaps. But she, the queen, took prisoners, including her own family. How intriguing. Where are the prisoners? I have no clue where. Well, how do you know that? <laughs> and he, he, he looks at you because I know the history of places. Mm. Well, I've spent a lot of time in the same place. I start to get angsty when that happens. So I better just move on. Goodbye, Tuna. And goodbye, siblings, or parents. And he moves on another direction. Well, yeah, well now. Maybe, maybe my family is dead. Um, maybe not. We only try to knock on the doors, right? Yes. Maybe. Tuna, you can like go inside of one of the houses and check, Mine. for example, and see like how it is. Maybe if you're been gone for like some days, maybe it's longer. You can get some clues. Okay, can we go to my house? Yes. You can go. I, I think we're too big. Yeah. Only Tuna fits in. Okay, so we go back because we were with the, the wanderer. But you you were back at the clearing. Yeah. Oh. Okay. He circled back around. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so okay, let's um, go to my house. You fly up to your house. As you walk inside, what are you looking for, Tuna? Just some kind of clue that they were here today or so or earlier, or if right. the house is like empty for a lot of days or weeks or um there are still as soon as you walk in no no check needed your furniture is still burning it's still sizzling it seems like this is recent oh no any notes roll an investigation check for me i'm so bad at that investigation <laughs> oh plus five no i'm not well, I am nine. <laughs> no notes. No notes. Okay. Mm. Well, I go outside. I meet them. So, the house is burning. There is no notes that I've seen. Um, so, we're back to square one. Can your parents use magic like you? Yeah. Maybe they left you some spell behind. Did you feel any magic inside of the house? Did I feel any magic inside the house? You feel magic all around you. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. Tough can I can can I sense like um, a different kind of magic that I usually feel? Yes. What? 
the same exact pull you felt towards Brunswick. Can I sense where it is? It's pulling me. It's in every direction. You're in Aardam. There's no north, south, west, east. That doesn't exist here. It's everywhere. Okay. I know something. If we think really hard where we want to go, Aardam tells us. So let's just walk forward and think about the place that everyone is locked. It might be dead. <laughs> let's, it might be dangerous. Let's, let's think about the dead corpses and walk. Dead fairies. All right. Dead fairies. <laughs> no, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> you just picture Tuna like this. <laughs> With her tongue out. <laughs> or we go to the, to the house of the queen. Okay, let's go to the house of the queen. You're the okay. only one. So you mean, you mean <laughs> where she was originally like from? Tinier? I guess. What? But is it worth it to make us tinier? That's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't you know, know. I'm, I'm scared. I'm just. Oh, I am. I am. Putting out some ideas. Yeah, no, th th that's fine. I'm just like wondering if it's worth it. I, j I just want to ask a question because I, I didn't understand. Um, do you want to go to where the queen was originally from or? The palace. Here. No, Tuna. the palace. But well, um, they they live together, right? Yes, they both the they that, both uh... they both live together. Yes, but you you know extra stuff about the queen. Uh, you know that the Aspen Raindale is her name, first of all, um, and you remember that she was Dusk Fay. She is not Dawn Fay like you, um, and she had come here because supposedly she had fallen in love with your king um, but she was formerly from another kingdom of, of Dusk Fairies uh, or Dusk Fae Fairies which was named uh, Evenleaf yeah do you remember? we, we can mm, the queen was from Evenleaf we can try to go there maybe she, she felt homesick and, and made to everyone, everyone. <laughs> I don't know. I kill people and I'm um, hungry. Well. Not false. Fairies are weird. Are they actually around us? Uh, yes, those things they are. Yeah. Can I? I want to investigate more on them. All right. So as you uh, look closer, you can see little bodies little fairy bodies just like tunas inside of these these little uh egg formations like covered in vines they're kind of semi-translucent and you you can see what are unalive bodies of, of fairies in there and but this would be something something that tuna would know as well there aren't that, that many so However, um, th there are many more fairies in Floden Blossom, and even in this area, than there are eggs of dead fairies. So it appears that at least a few of them have passed and are currently regenerating. Roll a perception check. 
Perception or investigation, depending on whatever you want to do. Uh, I'm, my perception is shit. Uh, 20, 23. 23. Uh, Alright, so you start darting through um, all of these, uh, all of these little, these little things, uh, mm -hmm. little eggs, uh, and you do find a male fairy with kind of short red hair and this light pink furry skin um, with with what you can see are it's kind of wrapped around its body but yellow and, and black bird wings it is Nimba's fancy leaf one of your best friends I shouldn't have left. We need to can find I, them. Can I do something to help Nini? You can try. Okay. <clears throat> I want to cast. Spare the dying. Spare the dying. He looks very dead already. <laughs> that ain't gonna spare nobody. He's not dying, he is dead. -er. It was that spin. I never liked her. <laughs> she 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 married our king just for the money. <laughs> I knew it. Nowadays. All right, where are you guys going? We can we can try to go to a even leaf. All right, very well. So, Let's think about Evenleaf. How do I think of it? If I <laughs> can you describe it? Tuna. Can I describe it? You can. I'll you guide want me? You. Yeah, okay, I'll I'll help you with that. I'm sorry. I wait, just... wait, 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 wait. I I no. You, you, I, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't give it to you. No. Um. Okay. So. Evenleaf. Evenleaf is kind of the contrast or. A contrast version of, of, of Floden Blossom. It has sort of these these burly birch trees and uh, with, with like ivory bark and the the leaves themselves are kind of like this dull uh, purple color can kind of very gloomy in a sense um, but actually this would be fun because I just want to see how hilarious it would be um, roll a performance check for me, Tuna. Oh no. <laughs> uh, performance. <laughs> oh no. Six. You guys get the sense that the whole forest is just like two trees. But you, you, you could try to imagine as best as you can, but it's like Tuna went on detail of like two trees that she remembers. <laughs> <laughs> Those trees were very, very specific. <laughs> All right. I really like them. Anyway, you're moving towards it. Got it. So, Floating Blossom once more guides your way and presents to you with a path as you are intent on moving to Evenleaf, at least through name, with the tuna guiding you. Faster than what? Faster. Holy shit, I went faster than when you came in. Um, you reach the end of the forest. 
to be graced once again by the ever-changing landscape of Aardam. Mountains loom in the distance, covered in those swirling clouds that now change colors. Trees rise in small pockets, moving with a wind that you don't feel. The chirp of the backwards birds fills the background with the sound of trumpets and horns, as you see their beaks take like a conic shape and just go as they're floating and flying about. You begin your track, your trek in the direction of Evenleaf, wherever that is. The ground moves with you in waves. It changes. The grass moves to the side and for and kind of reforms and slowly forms a road as you walk. It then begins to rise and transform, stone crawling upward at incredible speed, building two walls to each of your sides until it forms a canyon around you. You look behind, and there's just a wall of rock behind you now, and ahead of you, the canyon continues in a road. The canyon's walls and rocks are not like the ones you'd expect. The rock itself changes in coloration and flows like a liquid inside glass. It has brown and red and orange and purple and blue veins. They all twist in this kind of dreamy construct. What do you guys do? Wow. I've never been here. Well. I like the We're blue. Same. We're going on an adventure. Feels like I'm on drugs again. I just wanted to sleep. Sagrin <laughs> with her, her like, uh, armful of food just walking around really pissed. Um, Are you dry yet? She would be. <laughs> okay. I don't need to like follow it. me. All right. You feel wet? <laughs> yet. It, it's dry, but my, my ego... Is. Oh yeah. Didn't you have fun? No. I I I did. <laughs> your bully. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> your ego is wet. <laughs> All right. So you guys uh, move along the path, kind of inside of the canyon walls. Yes. All right. So. There are small twigs and, and creatures popping in and out of like these little holes in the ground or on the rock, actually. They, they look like, you know, s small lizards with, with tails that end in an eye that they keep raised up, like scanning you and their surroundings. Um, you know these. These are, th these are common here in Aardem, um, but they, they don't seem to be related to your problem right now, Tuna. Moving forward, you eventually encounter what looks to be a giant red stone boulder that blocks your way forward, like kind of all around the canyon. A little bit, it's a little bit loose, but it seems to be kind of stuck inside a hole. Still has some space to the sides. What do you guys do? Can't we picture ourselves on the other side of the rock? Sure. <laughs> you try really hard. <laughs> Nothing happens. Can I squeeze through? You could probably, yes. But, but you'd be the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I will go to the rock. I mm -hmm. touch it. As you do, suddenly, thump, 
Out of the sides, you see little tiny scaly brown legs pop out and a small round turtle head also pops out facing you, but upside down. The little legs wiggle as the creature says, Hey, hey, maybe you can help me? Please, I've been stuck like this for longer than I can remember. I love to move again. How big is it? It's, it's very big. It's, it's like 10 times your size, Sagarin. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Uh, mm, uh, I touch it again and I reduce it. Okay. It reduces it. It reduces itself and it goes right inside of that hole, but it is still too large and it's still stuck inside of the hole and it goes, oh, why am I smaller? This is not helping. This is not helping. Put me back. Put me back. <laughs> can, can Zizi pick it up now? No, it's, it's, the the rock was huge. It is now large and still stuck inside of the hole. Can she um, reduce it again? I don't think I can. Do we still have that rope? Uh, we have the rope. Uh, yeah. <coughs> uh, we... Rope of climbing. Yeah. <laughs> can we tie it to the little turtle and pull it? Probably. He's uh, not that little. We can. I'll try to pull it up. Uh, uh, <laughs> wanna try? You? Yeah. Mm. Let's all lift it up. Can't you make it like fly or something? I don't have no. uh, any <laughs> pixie dust anymore. <clears throat> As you guys are kind of looking around this 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 uh, boulder, you can see that the road behind it it's kind of sort of at an incline down. Let's roll it! <clears throat> yeah? He goes, oh, sure, oh, that, that might work. Uh, by the way, before I'm rolled by strangers, hi, my name's Turt. How about you? Hi, Turt. I'm, I'm Tuna. Hi, oh, easy. Hi, Tuna. You know, uh, oh, hi, Syndra. You're weird. And, and you? Sagrin. You're Welcome. upside down. What's the point? I don't know what the point of me being upside down is, honestly. I've been here for so long, I've kind of lost track of points in general. Also, I'm... How did you get like that? I don't know. But I'm round. I have no points. <laughs> oh, by the way, do you know what happened to the fairies? Or where they are? I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm a little concerned with my own issues right now. As I'm oh, upside down, oh. I'm stuck in a hole. Can you guys just... It's, very, it's not a great issue. You're, you're just fine. Let's pull him. Let's go. Push him. Push him. You guys want right. to try to roll him out? Yeah. Uh, yeah I guess. All right. Go ahead and everybody roll a strength check for me, please. Or right. athletics. Athletics check. Athletics check, guys. For me, please. <laughs> Three for me. 12. 19. Eight. All right. You begin pushing and his legs are like wiggling. Yes, yes, I think you're doing it. I think I'm going. I'm going. And you're pushing and pushing and pushing. And eventually you release him and he... Oh my God! Begins rolling down the, the, the incline again. And you then begin hearing again. And he's coming behind you to roll on top of you. Um... I'm gonna need you if you guys have anything you want to do you can yes. if not 
Um, I'm gonna need you guys to to roll a dexterity saving throw. All right. I'll just easily fly up. Okay. So I'm gonna say deck saves from everybody, uh, and yours, Tuna, is gonna be to see if you can fly up fast enough. Dexterity. All right. Ten. All right. Ten. Uh, what was uh, what was yours, uh, uh, fish, Sagrin? Uh, twenty-five. And uh, yours, Tuna? Eight. All right. So everybody um, moves out of the way, and Tuna kind of just stares, oh. and 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 Zizi's like staring with her. You guys dodge to the sides, and the the rock just poof, pushes you down and flattens them onto the the floor, and they're kind of like two dimensional for a second before they pop out into three D again, and the rock just continues. Rolling down oh, no. and coming back again. You guys take, um, you guys take nine points of bludgeoning damage, and the rock is gonna come back. And and as it's coming back, it goes get on top of me and continues rolling. Okay, what let's you guys go. Do? You guys gonna try to get on top okay. of it? Uh, but like, okay, I'll just do it. I won't okay. think about it. I'll Bye, just again. do it. All right, so I'm gonna need. Whoever, well, Tuna is gonna fly, so uh, this is gonna be a straight dexterity check from Tuna to see how fast she gets there. Um, both ZZ, Syndra, and Sagarin, I'm gonna need acrobatics checks from you guys to see if you can jump on top of him. It's a, a low can DC. I, can I guide myself? You can, you can guide yourself, you have time. 16. 18. Good. Seven, 17. It's acrobatics, right? Yeah, acrobatics. I got a 13 plus... Ah, uh, wait, 14. It succeeds, it succeeds. It's fine, it okay. succeeds. Alright, so, you guys uh, jump on top on top of Turt and begin running on top of him at the speed of the slowest character, uh, which would be Sagrin, I think, right? Like what's, your, what's your movement? Uh, 25. Yeah, it's, so you're at 25 feet um, a second as you're rolling on top of Turt down the canyon. Um, as you are, you kind of, you kind of hear him go, this, this, as he continues rolling down. Um, eventually, after a while, um, you begin seeing this kind of rock bridge that connects both sides of the canyon. You're going to hit your heads up on it unless you do something about it. What are you guys Jump. doing as you're, as you're running? Jump! Jump. I'll just stop flying. Okay, you, you'll fly above. Oh, oh. Okay, can I go above? You can, yeah. Okay, okay, I go above. Um, how about you guys? So, so ZZ wants to jump. Cinder, you want to jump? Sagan, what are you doing? Uh, jumping as well. You're jumping as well. All right, so uh, let's go. Dexterity saving throws for all of you guys. 27. Oh my god. 34. Oh my god. I got a 19. All right. You guys all succeed. Uh, so the, the, the rock bridge begins to approaching and you all jump at the same time above it and land on back on third and continue running as he goes, whoa, you're amazing. And it continues rolling down the, the incline. Um, all right. You continue on this journey. You're kind of just going on the walls of the canyon. Uh, and then suddenly you see these, these little creatures jump out of the sides and you see these lizards trying to jump on your faces. 
Uh, are you guys doing anything? You're going to try to hit him? What are you going to do? Uh, yeah, I'll just take... Uh, are we running still? Yeah, you're running on top of him as he... Uh, I'll like pick up my dagger. Yeah. My flaming uh, dagger on yeah. one hand. And then a regular dagger in the other hand. Mm -hmm. And I just go like... Wah! <laughs> okay. Uh, how I about you? Burn at the same time. Zizi, how about you? Yeah. I want to get my shield ready in case okay. they come over me and bash. Got it. And how about you, Syndra? I get the staff close to the good side of my face. If the lizards go to the bad side, they will get burned. So it's fine. <laughs> All right. And how about you, uh, Tuna? Tuna is just. Uh, he didn't. Yeah, <laughs> didn't 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 catch right. <laughs> and I, she, she sees the lizard and say hi, <laughs> and continues. Okay, so uh, Sagarin, I'm gonna need you to roll two attacks uh, to see if you catch the lizards. Uh, Zizi, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna go ahead and let you just make a straight up dexterity check. Just dexterity check, uh, Syndra. Since you're placing the staff, um, I'm gonna say go ahead and roll an attack with the staff uh, for me as well. Uh, Tuna, you're gonna have to roll a dexterity saving throw for me. All right. Uh, so, so for Sagarin. 20 and 26. Got it. Uh, Zizi? 11. 11. Okay. Syndra? How do I do this? In, in the actions, that? in the actions, I think there should be like a, a little thing there that has a plus with a number. Uh, I believe. Yeah. It just appears like. Oh, if you a click the, the hit DC. Text. Yeah. Really? Okay, then just uh, slash roll space 1d20 and we add plus 3. Uh, 5. Uh, that does not hit these little tiny lizards. So, um, wait, how did how much did Tuna roll? Did, did we know? Wait, um, wait, wait. I don't think so. A sneeze? How much did you roll, Tuna, on the dexterity saving throw? When? Just now. Oh, I wasn't here, sorry. No, before you got up. Before you got up, didn't you roll a dex saving throw? I rolled the dex when I jumped through the wall. Okay, then you haven't rolled yet. Okay, go ahead, roll a dexterity no. saving throw for me. Uh, 18 plus 3, 21. 21, alright, so... Sagarin takes out her daggers and... <laughs> just stabs two of the lizards while running and she has just a, a lizard kebab oh wait shit music stop uh, she has a lizard kebab um on uh, on her hands now uh, then Syndra tries to place the staff on on the side of um on her good side and the li two lizards just grab onto the staff then they kind of like stare at you for a while and jump into your face and try to cover your eyes as two others cover uh, Zizi's eyes while Tuna kind of dodges all of them. So, both Zizi and Syndra, on the next obstacle, you guys are going to be, have disadvantage on whatever roll you make as a, you are blinded because the lizards are on your face covering it. Uh, unless yeah, okay. some, someone tries to do something about it. Um, all right. get out. You guys can continue I, on can rolling. I already try? You can. Okay, oh. I'll try to slap the the, the lizards on uh, Cynthia's face. <laughs> and you, Sagrin? Uh, so I still have like the lizards yeah. stuck. So I I pick up like my right one and I throw it <laughs> against the lizard that's on on Cynthia's face, and All then right. the left one for Zizi's. 
All right, we got two attempts. So here we see Tuna flies up and with like the, the air resistance just slaps onto Syndra's face, grabs onto it and tries to slap one of the lizards from the side. Uh, you're gonna roll a melee attack and an armed strike for me, please, Tuna. Uh, Sagrin, we'll just roll, um, just do me uh, two dexterity checks. Okay. You, you hit them, okay. not me. <laughs> Uh, 13. Okay. 6 and 21. Okay, so the first one I'm gonna say go was, since you mentioned it before, it goes mm -hmm. to Syndra. You throw the lizard and it just <laughs> goes out to into the rock and <laughs> splats onto it. Um, the second the second one, you throw it kind of at an arc and with the, with the wind, it just goes straight into the other two and knocks them both off of ZZ's face and he's no longer blind. Uh, Tuna, what did you roll? I'm sorry. Uh, 13. With a 13, you begin, you just grab the lizard's face, it has no eyes, and you just start <laughs> slapping it really fast, and it, it just goes and, and jumps out of the face, and you manage to save Syndra's blindness as the other one uh, quickly you. follows suit. Um, all right. You continue uh, rolling through this place, and suddenly there's another hole. And it looks just about the size of Turt right now, so he can get stuck in it as you guys are running. What is it that you guys are going to do? Donna, make it big! Make it big! <laughs> oh, okay! I'll make it big. Are you gonna cast actually enlarge on it? Yes. Okay. Dirt grows one size as it's just huge rock and you guys are kind of rolling on it really hard to have it, you know, actually be able to roll down the hill. It breaks the sides of the canyon and then whoosh, passes over the hole as he goes, Whoa, that's sick! And continues rolling on down um, the, the pathway. Do you keep him big? Uh, I no need to. I can... Put him All right. Smaller again. You shrink him back to the to the neck to the normal size. as it. Oh my God! We're doing it! And then suddenly, you guys go to the side as this kind of like tight curve uh, forms up, and and you you suddenly and unexpectedly find yourself like running sideways on turns <laughs> as it, as it just curves around. Um, and immediately this, the momentum from the curve propels you to go even faster. And you're kind of like dashing now, running on top of Turt. And then suddenly in front of you, there's a ramp. And you have no time to react as you're launched from it and out into the air. Birds fly next to you in slow motion as you hear their distorted trumpet si sounds just And they look at you kind of as like you're frozen in time. And under you, you see just about, I would say 60 feet uh, beneath you, you see a field of pink, small flowers, hundreds, maybe thousands of them, covering one single hill under that endless canyon. Then time finally kicks in. You continue on falling down to those flowers as they poof, expand and begin extending, forming these cloudy pillows that reach out to you and absorb the impact as you fall down on them. Turt just falls down and poof, bursts a lot of them and then continues on rolling. Thank you, Barb! And rolls down the, the other hills and runs away as you guys 
finish and kind of get back up um, from this situation. All that right. Was fun. What the <laughs> fuck was that? Can we do it again? <laughs> okay. Ooh. I. The moment I like get up, yeah. I throw up. <laughs> you see, it's water just coming out. <laughs> do I know where we are? Do I recognize yes. it? Yes, you do. As you watch your new friend roll away up and down the hills and then vanish into more rocky terrain on the horizon, a chill comes down your spine and directs your gaze behind you. A forest. A strange silence comes upon the land around you when you look at it for the first time. Its burly birch trees have black cracks on their ivory bark. Cracks that have a strange white glow themselves, almost like a highlight. The leaves are a dark purple that seem to want to eat all of the light around it. Darkness falls but a mere 30 feet into the forest, making it impossible for you to look inside. It's like at the edge of this place, at the edge of even leaf, everything is heavier, and it shifts your mood instantly from how where you were before. And that's where we're gonna go to break. Before you guys move inside of even leaf. That was cool! <laughs> That was fun. <laughs> you guys have a lot of crazy ideas. Fucking throwing the lizards. That was sick. Dude, it was it was so funny, man. Imagining little tuna trying to keep up, like running on top of the turtle. Just... <laughs> oh my god. All right. Anyway, um, great job on part one. We're we're over it. Uh, we've gone through Sagrin uh, getting a, a wet fart out and literally wet. Uh, to you guys running on top of a turtle um, So it is it is time to take a little short break. Uh, it's gonna be 10-15 minutes. We'll grab some snacks takes up take a pee-pee um, And and then we'll be back with you uh, if it is longer than that Do not worry I will be here to talk to you while our dear players finish whatever it is they're doing to rest for a little bit uh, So yeah, thank you guys very much for watching and uh, we'll see you in a little bit. Bye. Bye, Hi. bye. Oh. Hello everyone and welcome back to Home <laughs> is Where the Colors Are. Our players are rested, some of them fed, recharged in energies, peed, both in game and out. No? Okay. Um, but here we are. So, last we left off, the group had made it to the edge of the even leaf, a forest of dusk fey, or dusk fairies to be more specific in this case. So, as you guys make it up to the edge of this birch tree forest with with um with cracks on the the ivory back uh <clears throat> excuse me bark these black cracks that have a strange white 
glow, a white highlight around them at the edges, with the leaves of dark purple that seem to want to eat all of the light around it. You guys are at the edge of even leaf. Sagrin. Up until now, wherever you looked in Aardem, you had familiar sights, things you had seen inside of your head. That sense of discomfort, of almost anxiety that you had, it, it wasn't present here, but as you look into the even leaf, you have that very same sense that you did all that time ago when a certain eye was shown to you. You're not beckoned to act upon this feeling, but it's definitely present there, this little just anxiety, just a little tightness in your chest. What do you guys do? Do, do I sense that Sagrin is a little bit uh, shook? Roll an insight check for me, and Sagrin, if you're trying to reveal it or trying to hide it, roll persuasion or deception, depending on whatever it is that you would like. Uh, I would, I would show. All right. It's Yuna, so. Uh, uh, I rolled a zero. Oh. <laughs> just, roll a persuasion, just to just to, just <laughs> if it's a high enough roll. Twenty-one. All right. So even oblivious tuna, uh, with <laughs> with the, her zero. Um, you sense something's off, you don't know exactly what it is. Hmm. Are you okay, Sagrin? You know the thing you gave me? To eat. Yeah, my it's love? going around in my stomach right now. Hmm. Do you need some privacy it to finish? Should. It should be dead. Dead? Well, you ate it. It was a living thing? It was kind of... Yeah. I puke again. <laughs> Water! <laughs> out of, uh, out of uh, Sagarin's mouth. Well, but if you're okay... Can we go? Should we go? Yeah, let's I want go. to find my parents. Alright. So, you move into the even leaf, into what you know Tuna to be, the kingdom of Duskfey, of Dusk Fairies. After you get past what you would presume would be 30 feet, you get a strange feeling of being watched. No, it's, it's, it's even worse than that. It's like someone is just breathing down your neck permanently. There are strange glowing fungi breaking through the bark of the trees, or even sprouting from the tip of large purple flowers that have petals shaped like claws. It's impossible to see the sky with this twisted canopy. And as you look at the tree branches, you notice that some of them dive onto the ground like the trees themselves try to burrow underneath. Diving in and out. So, what do you do? Is this normal, Tuna? Is this normal, DM? <laughs> Let's roll for it. Uh, roll a history check for me. 
so good at history. Uh, 19. Yes. The even leaf is known to have trees that try to burrow beneath, and the leaves kind of sprout of offshoot branches, but the canopy, like the, the main thickest branches of the trees, they tend to curve and try to dive underneath the ground. Now, why? You don't know. Even leaf has just been always like this from, from what you know, but you've never wandered this far. It's all just stories that you've heard. Even the plants, the nature in here, you don't know what it is. The cracks on the trees, you don't know what it is. You've just heard about this place from stories. From what I've heard, everything feels normal. Although these cracks, I'm not sure about them. Don't touch them. Okay. Not lick them. Is it the same cracks that were? They are not, Syndra. These are, instead of being sort of scars of a beam, like a laser going through yeah. uh, the wood, these are it's it's almost like the 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 white bark of the tree is is rock and this these are just cracks on the rock that are they 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 open up and reveal like a dark interior it's almost like you're staring into the stars uh or into the night sky and the edges of the crack of the break on the trees are highlighted in kind of a glowing white yeah okay but they are not like what you've seen. Um, even though I told them not to not to lick them, I'm going there. I'm not going to lick it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna check. Well, what is it? I'm very curious. How do you intend to check? Can I touch it? You can. Roll an investigation check for me. And smell it. Okay. You touch it and just as your hand reaches the edge of the crack, it it's sucked inside and you you feel it pulling away at you as you're trying to desperately fly, as it's just you, you begin hearing it. as as you're trying to fly away, what do you do? Help! 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 Run. Help! Yeah. And I grab her body, not the mm -hmm. wings, mm -hmm. four wings, the body, <laughs> and then I start like pulling All right. away. Oof. You pull her out. Oh, remember when I said not to touch it? Did you take it? Yeah. No, I just touched it. I had to. Did, did I sense anything? Did I sense the, the pull? Or can I feel the pull? Just those, those things were... What you felt inside as you reached out was tree. You felt tree. And it was, it was cold inside, but you felt tree. And you swear like you grabbed... The, like a leg of something, like a, maybe the leg of a chair um, or something like that, but or a leg of a creature. It's really hard for you to tell, but you grabbed a leg of something. Are any of the cracks big enough for anyone to enter? No. Okay, only me. Not even you. Not even me, okay. Can I peek at one of them? You sure can. Um, <laughs> we need to get the nightball. Roll, uh, roll a perception <laughs> check for me. Oh no! <laughs> Seventeen. All right. You begin to squeeze the eye in there. I don't squeeze. Oh, you, like, okay. But yeah. you wanna you wanna <laughs> touch it with the eye to see inside? 
N not touch, no. I, okay, so if like, you don't... I have the crack, yeah. <laughs> I um... have the crack and you... <laughs> <laughs> what an interesting situation Sagrin finds herself in once more. Um, so you, you just go real close and the closer you look, the more it seems like it's just the night sky. But you don't, there's no clouds, there's no, like, sunset, nothing, it's just blackness. Tuna. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Send Bob. No. Can I try to take a look at it? <laughs> oh my god, please, by all means. How do you want to look? But, do you want, anything but, different? Uh, I want, I want, it's completely dark, right? Yeah. Can I cast dancing lights through it? For sure you can. Alright, so... Thump, thump, thump. Your dancing lights appear and you're gonna shove one through? Yeah. Alright. Just as soon as the dancing light... Just barely inches... So ever close... To the, like a distance of a little molecule... Onto the bark... It gets sucked inside... And it doesn't shine a light? It's just eternal blackness still, it just goes inside. It's a black hole. I learned from science. You know science? What is science? <laughs> In the books. I Even I'm learning. <laughs> There's science okay. in my world! Yeah. Can we continue down the path? Uh, for okay. sure, you can continue walking if you'd like to. <clears throat> Um, can we, like, maybe, uh, one of us gets inside with a rope attached and then the other is pulled? Inside the... I don't think we, we can fit. Yeah. Not even me. Yeah, tops, you? tops, you could, like, fit an arm into it or you can, like, try to fit your head sideways, maybe? Oh, I thought, like, since it would suck us in, it doesn't... Would it matter, like, the size? Right? Oh, I don't know, maybe. Mm -hmm. Okay, you want me to try? Uh, maybe, like, one of the other ones, because they have, like, big arms. If they do it, they can, like, reach somewhere else. I was thinking of shoving my head. Your head? Your head? So I could see. No, bad idea. <laughs> uh, how about, uh, Syndra? You put your bad arm inside? If you lose it, it's fine, it's already dead. It's a win-win situation, actually. Oh, that's <laughs> not nice. What do you do? Okay. If he starts to suck me in, you guys pull me out. Yes. Daisy? Yeah. I can't turn near. <clears throat> I'm here, don't worry. Okay, rope around her. Mm -hmm. Tie a rope around her, yeah. Uh, I Shut go your... with my, my bed arm, yeah. Alright. Your arm reaches ever close to the little crack and it gets uh, sucked inside. As it does, you begin here. As the tree itself begins to wilt down, the, the, the white begins to turn gray. And you in yourself, Syndra, feel something telling you to take your arm out. Uh, feel feel any leg. 
Pull me out. Pull me out. You pull her out? I, I mean, yeah. Out, so yeah. yeah. All right, you manage to pull her out as she takes out the arm. You don't have much sense in that arm, um, but it feels like whatever was inside was at room temperature with your arm, like was at the same temperature, which is generally cold to anybody who walks on that side of Syndra. It's that side is generally colder. Okay. Um, I started to to listen to a voice telling me to get the arm out. So, that's a thing. I know the, I hear voices. The tree regains its white coloration again, and kind of almost seems like it grows a little bit. Hmm. So the tree doesn't like to have something shoved in it. <laughs> well. It didn't mind you. I think it was the same. No, it didn't, like, Don't... half die almost uh, when it was you. It was... Yeah. Syndra's arm. Oh. So it doesn't like something dead on it. And like by my arm? Oh god, here we go. <laughs> this is this is Dungeons and Dragons, guys. High octane, <laughs> intense Dungeons and Dragons. Everybody shoving their arm inside a tree. Um Sure, Zizi, you wanna do it? Sure, but first I want to talk to the tree like we did with the herbs. I don't know. This world is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying to the tree? There, there. I'll be gentle. <laughs> oh my god. All right. <laughs> All right. Actually, you don't even need to roll for that. Sure. You're going to put your arm in? Gently. <laughs> right. You begin to kind of gently push your arm inside. And I look to them for like, and I extend the other arm, like ready to be pulled. Okay, okay, <laughs> got it, got it. And just as you touch that boundary, you get sucked in, sucked in even harder to the point that you hit the side of the tree, and it, you feel this like gnawing sensation on your arm, like something is trying to munch, trying to chew on your arm um, as you have it inside there, and you hear the. Can I grab something? Sure. Uh, roll d20 for me. Roll d20 for me. Uh, slash roll 1d20. Yeah. Six. <laughs> a six. Uh, okay. Give me a moment. Uh, I didn't print this, but I should have. A second. Looks like it was a gentle video, right. though. As you, you grab, you feel like you've grabbed something, but you're still stuck. Guys, help. <laughs> Uh, I help with my good arm, trying to pull him. All right, it's easy enough. You guys manage to pull him. There's a little bit more struggle than you remember from everyone else, but you manage to pull him. And as you bring your hand out, uh, your hand has like little bite marks, and you have like a, you open your hand and you have like a tiny little fairy-sized vase. Uh, Do I recognize it? It's a vase where people put flowers in. Wow. Can I have it? Why is your sure. arm all bitten? Nice. Do fairies bite? Is there I a mini bob? Huh? Maybe the, maybe the, the tree has a mini bob. 
I don't think so. No? Bubbling yeah, like. It is, make the crack it hey, is at this point, me. it is at this point that you begin hearing this sort of like low guttural like hum, like a giant frog singing. Uh, except it comes from the ground itself. Then it spreads out into the distance in all directions, giggling, <laughs> cackling. <laughs> You think it's is going? Fucking crazy. Um, how big are the bite marks? About tuna head sized, tuna mouth sized. Well, do we get going or will we? Yes. Stay here. We continue the process. All right. So, you continue moving out. Searching for your friends or for Tuna's friends, um, and you focus, try to command the will of Aardem to guide you into that place. The cracks on the trees increase in width the deeper you go, as this kind of otherworldly black void is, excuse me, still present in all of them. Like there's like a small little universe in each of these breaches. You move on through, untouched. Unharmed, but certainly not unseen. That feeling, the breath down the back of your neck, the unseen gaze of something or someone that stiffens your muscles, it's all still there, and it's so much more intense. After a while, your footsteps make a different noise. There's a different feeling. Every time you grab a branch for support, if you step on the root, uh, it feels like flesh. You recoil from it each time, almost forcefully, until you're driven into this small clearing. The canopy still towers over it and protects it from the sky, but you walk into this sort of massive tangle of roots on the ground. They dive up and down and form cages. The entire ground is just a massive web of roots. And underneath you, imprisoned in this tangle, you see hundreds of fairies, dawn fairies. Their voices scream out for help until this magical darkness covers the entirety of the ground and snuffs all around. The trees, the roots, the leaves, the brushes, they all move with this fleshy sound as hundreds of eyes open and stare at you. Eyes that you recognize. Eyes that have looked at you before, feeling way too familiar. Your enemy. There is something in the air above, in front of you, a ripple with waves of light twisting and twinging around each other. You sense that same pull that you once did to in a more intense than ever here. Whatever that is, it looks like a portal. Then, as you sort of look around you, you see that the forest has moved to place you, center to this tangle, not giving you a chance to hide. And fluttering from within the forest, 
Into the open and in front of you, you see another fairy. Long black hair with this sort of purple highlight. Big pale gray wings with two eye-shaped smudges on them. One of her eyes glows red while the other is devoid of light. You almost didn't recognize her tuna. But the longer you look, the clearer it is. This is Aspen Raindale, the Floden Queen, changed by something. And as she sees you, she goes, Oh, look, another little dawn fairy waltzing into the feeding ground. And she brings friends with powerful souls, too. What a pleasant surprise. And an eye opens on her forehead. What did you do to my parents? Your parents? Oh, nothing. They're underneath waiting for their turn, as is everybody else, as is that weak king. I couldn't take it anymore, little Don Fairy. I was never going to ascend to gain power from him. But this... She looks at her hands and two eyes open. This will let me take my place among the Archfey. As she kind of floats around. What do you guys do? I... First of all, before things go crazy, I want to cast Stronger Together on both Sagarin and Okay. Tuna. Both Sagarin and Tuna have Stronger Together, uh, which means you have a plus one to Wisdom saves and a plus one to your AC. Remember that. Note, take a note somewhere of that. <clears throat> um, she kind of begins drifting her eyes begin drifting between you like the, the eye on the forehead looks at a different person than the other two the eyes on the hand seem to look and then she looks at Sagrin and she goes oh you you have sensed them most than anyone you must know too. I look straight at her eyes and I spit on the ground. <gasps> you spit on them, do you? <sighs> oh, they are many, but they are one. They have all, and you have None. They see you. And they want you gone. <laughs> and you see her multiply into multiple figures. Seven of them that now swirl and float around you. I'm gonna need all of you folks to roll initiative. She crazy bitch. All right. You'd be crazy. Let me throw you back into the map. My God. You guys position yourselves. 11. All right. You guys position yourselves however you want. Why are you all still in the landing? I've activated the map. I need to also roll sleight of hand because of my cloak. Yes, you do. Oh, this is so cute. All right. Let me show the map to chat. Let's see if it's well shown. It is. 
Now it should animate when I have the screen on it. Yes. It's... Oh my god, it's so pretty. Okay, guys, wait. Give me a second. Nobody say their roles until I ask, okay? Just one second. Uh, just to confirm everything's working. Everything's working. All right. So, uh, from 20... Actually, let me, let me roll. Okay. Uh, from uh, 20 to 25, or 25 to 20. Anybody rolled that? Mm -hmm. Uh, 22. 22. All right. Uh, just one thing. Yeah. Do I roll the sleight of hand with advantage? You do, because you have advantage on okay. sleight of hand chance. Yeah. All right. Um, sure. All right. From um, from 20 to 15, anybody? No. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, Lord, dude. Okay, from um, 15 to 10. Uh, me. 11 on Syndra, right? Yes. Okay, then from 10 to 5. 5. Tuna with 5, oh my god. And now <laughs> 5 to 1, it's ZZ, right? Yeah, yeah. okay. Got it. Okay, so she you see her clone herself into um uh actually I think the DR7, yeah? Yeah. Into seven other figures that kind of rotate around you now in this sort of mesmerizing dance. Um so top of the round Oops. with a twenty-two is Sagrin. Sagrin, at the start of your turn. You are yeah, you are within sixty feet of one of them. At the start of your turn, Sagrin. Um, first of all, I hope you guys are positioned the way you want to. Uh, you can you can shift around to a formation if you want. But Sagrin, can you can't see the map, you motherfucker. It's all black. Okay, let me let me fix that for you then. Uh, configure ownership. Oh, that's why. No, you are the owner. Why is it all black then? Okay, wait. I can try to refresh. I'm gonna send you there again. Refresh it, tell me. Wait. <clears throat> Still loading. Okay. You might need to turn the hardware acceleration on. It's, I found it, I have it. Can you see it? Yes. Okay, good. All right, so, top of the round. Uh, or at the start of your turn, I'm gonna need you to make a wisdom saving throw for me, um, Sagarin. You need to beat a 14. You have a plus one to this from mm -hmm. Stronger Together. A six plus one seven. Um, you look at this creature, at this fairy, as it's kind of grown into the size of a human, almost. You look at her and there's something about her, something that calls you, that draws you near. You are charmed by her uh and consider her to be just an ally your friend um for one minute whenever you get dealt damage you get to repeat the the saving throw again but for now you are charmed she is your friend take your turn uh uh if she's my friend they're they are all my friends right? yeah they are all your friends well, I just stare. 
<laughs> You're just staring at her? Uh, like at, at everything, at the portal, at my friends, at All right. friends. You, you see Aspen, like the, the many Aspens move around you, rotate around you. And, and you see Sagarin kind of mesmerized by everything that's happening as she doesn't take a turn. So, that being said, that ends your turn. We go to the lair action at initiative count 20. You guys see Aspen kind of raises her hands and the eyes all show. You notice now that she has actually seven eyes. They ha she has one on the forehead and two on the wings, two on the hands, um, on one on each hand. And um, actually, let me let me make sure I, I fix this right. Yes, she doesn't have seven eyes. I'm sorry. She used to before I changed it. Um, she now has so. Two on the hands, one on the forehead, two on the wings. So, five extra eyes is what she has. Um, and she's kind of rotating around. She extends her eyes, and out of this portal, you begin hearing... <laughs> as out of it come two creatures, which I can show to the players up close so that they can see. Come two creatures kind of pale skin with eyes shining, glowing all over their bodies. Um, very similar in look to what you fought before, but weaker, tinier, smaller, slender. All right, and they come out of there. Um, okay, and they sh they're gonna stay put. Next up, it is Aspen's turn. Because you guys rolled shit initiative. And she is going to use Dream Haze Love's Gaze. You see her begin to dance, to, to make this enthralling dance, spinning around like a ballerina in her many forms as they all rotate around the group. I'm gonna need everybody to roll a wisdom saving throw as these glowing purple spores begin to make a show of lights in front of you. You need to beat a, a 16 save DC. Twelve, six, six and fifteen. Uh, uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. You are all charmed. You... <laughs> I can't be charmed. Oh, no, I have advantage. Advantage against being charmed. Yes, roll again yeah. then. Roll again then. And uh, ZZ has advantage as well. Roll again. Oh. And actually, fake creatures have advantage against the saving throw too. And you have advantage as well. I rolled uh, a 17. Uh, actually, 24, sorry. Syndra? A 12. Shit. And you, uh. 15. 15. Alright, so both Tuna and Syndra fail. Yes, Sagarin. Plus, plus one. Plus one, oh. exactly. The strongest plus one together. for Tuna. Oh. Yeah. yeah. She succeeds. 15. And oh, also God. Syndra from the other one. No, the you first. gave it to Sagarin and Tuna. Sagarin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, Alright, so. To all of you that got charmed this way, which, curiously enough, you're charmed again, um, <laughs> uh, Sagrin. To all of you that got charmed this way, which is Sagrin and Syndra, you all become incredibly in love with Aspen. <laughs> if it's not love, it's admiration, but you are like, you just want to be with her, and she's just she's everything. So she's everything to you. Um, all right. 
So, at the end of each of your turns, you guys can repeat the saving throw to see if you save from this, uh, from this charm. But that is going to be her turn as she continues spinning around um, all of you. Next up is going to be the many. Uh, they can walk 25 feet. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. 5, 25. And this puts them in range, correct? Uh, actually, no. They are going to dash. And be placed here. As you guys see these creatures walking uh, slowly close to you, the eyes on their body, they're staring at you, they're gazing at you, and you, you feel insecure, you feel anxious, you feel not yourselves. While they stand 15 feet within your range, and you can see them, you all have disadvantage on ability checks, attack rolls, and saving throws. Alright, well at least one of them is within 15 feet of you. Okay. Attack rolls. Uh, saving throws and ability checks. So everything, pretty much. <laughs> mm -hmm. Alright, uh, that ends the many's turn. So that means it is Syndra. It is your turn, you are charmed. Um, and do you feel like you're falling in love with her? Is there anything you want to say? Anything you want to do? You're so pretty. Oh my god. Beautiful <sighs> I know, thank you. <laughs> As she continues walking around. Or flying around, I should say. Alright, at the end of your turn, roll a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage. Which means you, you have... can she attack the two guys? She can if she wants to. Oh, I can. Do you want to attack them? Yeah. Good point. Those are not my friends. They are not. And you're not in love with them. <laughs> no. Fuck them. Um. Hmm. I'll cast Shadow Blade. Bonus action. You produce your Shadow Blade. And I throw it at the one that's close to Zizi. The one that's close is easy. All right, go ahead. Roll an attack with Shadow Blade with disadvantage because you are within uh, 15 feet of them. 21. Yeah, that still fucking hits. <laughs> 11, 11 points of what is the damage type? Could you, could you tell me? Um, all right, let me see. Wait, fire for Shadow Blade? No, you rolled Scorch. You used Scorching Ray, not Shadow Blade. Oh, oh. Shit. It's fine. We can do the, the the attack rule is the same. Just roll the different damage. Roll the shadow blade damage. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. All good. Uh, it was on disadvantage. No, 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 no. That's that's fine. Mm -hmm. It's the damage. The damage is not disadvantage. You did good. You did good. It's all good. All right. So five points of psychic damage, right? Yeah. Okay. You throw your shadow blade at the one next as easy as you see this blade, this sort of black blade of necrosis, <laughs> stick into it. It is kind of absorbed into the body as it goes. <laughs> it seems to have taken less damage than you were expecting from it. It seems to be resistant to psychic damage. Very similar to the things you have fought before. They ended. Um, you can't tell right now, but maybe on your turn you can. Um, all right, so. In front of me. On your on your turn, we'll talk about it. Um, all right, so Syndra, end of your turn. Roll a Wisdom saving throw with disadvantage. 
to see if you can yeah. break off from the charm. <laughs> you can't. 11. You cannot break free from the charm. You still love her so much. Um, <laughs> all right. At the end of her turn, or, or, or excuse me, at the end of Syndra's turn, she is going to use... Yeah. Hmm, actually, is she? She is. She is going to use her legendary, three legendary actions to cast, or use, excuse me, friend or foe. Surely you'll know. And I'm going to need everybody who's charmed right now, which is both Syndra and Sagrin. Your next turn, you will spending attacking your closest ally. At your highest capability, in terms of spells, you will have to use a cantrip. In terms of attacks, it's full-on swing uh, mm -hmm. of your attack action onto your closest ally. Um, and that is the, her three legendary actions. And as you see that, you notice... You notice that on her right hand, her eye closes as she uses the three legendary actions. All right. Now, next is, after Sindra, is Tuna. It's your turn, Tuna. Tuna. So, Tuna. Tuna. Tuna is uh, very scared. Uh, so, she will cast Magic Circle around us. Mm hmm and um, she's going to pick the creature uh, or the type of creature, Fey. Mm -hmm. And everyone uh, inside our cir or this circle is going to have, uh, well, I mean, the creature, Fey, which is the, the, yeah. the fairy, is going to have disadvantage on attack rolls against, uh, against us. And, All right. Uh, from now on, the, the, everyone within or inside the circle cannot be charmed by her. So, if so, she tries to, but does it break current effects? No, 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 no. It does it not. Doesn't. Okay, only. Got it. Uh, and it's a ten foot radius. So ten foot radius. Do you want me to do the circle or do you do it? Okay, there you go. It's it's done. Oh shit, this one. Can <laughs> you? Okay. Got it. Perfect. Can I can I move it? You can. Oh, we're all we're all inside it, right? Yeah, you are. Currently. Are. Okay. Got it. And that's uh, your action. Anything else? Um, no. I'll Done. Stay. All right. Got it. You will stay. So after your turn, Tuna, it is Zizi's turn. What do you want to do? I want to cast a second level bless on all of us. All right. How does that bless look? Uh, what do you say? What is your prayer to the Nightbringer? I say an Elvish thing, which in, uh, Inquela Melena, and then I bless everyone. All right, I recognize that from somewhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, um, as you begin extending out your consciousness and your eyes begin to glow, reaching out for your faith, even though it is not present in this plane, you see her wave her left hand as she will cast counter cast at your bless which means 
Countercast is a, an empowered version of the spell counter spell, and it is it still counts as a spell. Um, and it is she is going to use this countercast to redirect this spell to herself. So she is currently under the effect of bless as your blessing kind of begins to drool down the the edges of the canopy into your into yourselves. It is then redirected into her and all of her many forms as can she's I now under. Spell or countercast? You can. Do you want to? I want to try. All right. So a- as it begins redirecting, you see her uh, the, the the eye on her, her left hand, uh, almost absorbing that um, that essence. As Tuna, how does your counter spell look? Uh, you just see a very angry fairy. Doing <laughs> all right, and as you do, the blessing is directed against yourselves again, and you counter the counter cast, and you are all under the effect of bless. And Zizi, you are concentrating. Yeah. All right. So You're welcome. <laughs> well done. Uh, anything else, Zizi? Do you want to move at all? Uh, if I move, I'll trigger attack of opportunity from the the pitch on me, right? Yes, you will. Uh, can I check if he's undead? You sure can. It seems that this creature, whatever it is, is not undead. Okay. If you want to know more, you'll have to spend your action trying to figure out more about it. Okay. But it is not undead at surface value. You don't feel a sense of undeath. Okay. Alright, does that end your turn? Yeah. Right. Back to the top of the round, round two! Sagrin, you must spend it doing, attacking your own friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, since I'm completely charmed, and the one that's closest to me is Tuna, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna bonus action to my dagger, burn, so yeah. ignite. Uh, and now I'm gonna attack with it, uh, which should be a... Disadvantage, right? Correct. 20? That hits. It still hits. Even with the plus one. Yeah, even with the plus one. (laughs) Just checking. It won't deal sneak uh, attack, actually. So, because she's not threatened Mm -hmm. by anybody. Uh, So, I'm going to attack normally. So, that's seven. Seven points of damage to Tuna. Uh, and since my code <laughs> is activated, it's gonna attack again. <laughs> um, yeah, it's gonna mimic. So I have to roll for the code, right? Yes, you have to roll for the code's yeah. attack at disadvantage as well. As as well. All right. Yeah, it suffers from the same thing. Oh, thirteen. Yes, it fails because of the plus one AC. <laughs> Nice. All right. So you guys see this jet black uh, cloak or um, jet black coat of of Sagrin with like the the leopard um, patterns uh, at the edges. Just as Sagrin stabs Tuna or slashes at Tuna with her uh, flame tongue dagger, burning away the wound instantly, cauterizing it. The dagger under the sleeve throws another one at her, but Tuna manages to dodge away as Sagrin controls, manages to control the, the, the hand a little bit and almost redirect the attack so Tuna could dodge it more easily, not wanting to hurt her friend. All right. And Tuna's just like... 
We didn't hear it. Your microphone didn't pick up on, on it. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> All right. So, uh, with Siren. This, I'm gonna do a roll to see if I keep being charmed. Yes. Uh, if you wanted to move, you can also move. Um, no. I would say that I'm charmed. I'm trying to kill Got someone it. that's an enemy of my future lover, possibly. Who knows? <laughs> love. Uh, and then, okay. Uh, saving through. Isn't saving through. Uh, disadvantage as well. Disadvantage because right? you're in the presence of the many. Yes. Uh, six plus one, seven. Still. It fails. fails. You are yeah. still charmed as you're. Ah, yes, my sweeting. <laughs> Kill them all for me. All right. That's your turn, right? Mm-hmm. So, at, after your turn, it is the lair action. The pale tangle aids its destined queen as fleshy roots strike at target creatures that are touching the tangle. So all of you, except Tuna, who flies up in the air. You all, except for Tuna, must make a, D, a dexterity saving throw. You must beat a 12. 23. Good job. Right? Yes, dexterity saving throw. I got a. Uh, you ha you all have disadvantage. Yeah, roll again, ZZ and Sindra. Roll regularly, a regular roll. Now, we'll pick the lowest value. Seven. Okay. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, Wait. We are. Um, we have the bless as bless, well. Yeah, exactly. Plus one d4. But you. So far, you've all succeeded. Okay. You. You all succeed. You see the the. The tangle trying to reach onto you, the roots trying to grab you and pull you in. Um, but you manage to dodge, even though you're charmed, you manage to dodge through. All right. That brings us to uh, top of the round, uh, or excuse me, not top of the round. That brings us to Aspen's turn now. So, she does not get her dream haze back. Um, so, who is currently charmed? Could you guys, it is... Sagarin and Syndra, right? Okay. Yeah. So, you see, coming out of every single one of these floating fairies, she points down at you guys. All of them point, and you see this burst of twi of, of colored lights just <laughs> explode from the center. I'm gonna need everybody to make dexterity saving throws at disadvantage. Yes. Why is the advantage? Because of the 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 many. Yay. I got a, a thirteen. Okay, wait. Give me one second, guys. Okay. So let's go around the table. Tuna, how much did you roll? Five. Failure. Sagrin. Uh, eleven plus one d four, so fourteen. Failure. Azizel. 15. Oh, plus one before. Oh, eight. 15. Failure. Syndra. 8. Failure. All of you fail. You are going to take... Thirty points of force damage as the... 30 uh as this um <laughs> this explosion of twilight uh, of twilight colors just swirls around you the many are also going to take this damage and they all 
are evaporated uh, by it. Uh, let me remove them from here. All right. So, anybody who just took damage, which is all of you, and is charmed, I need you to roll another saving throw. Wisdom save. This time, regular. No disadvantage, because the many are gone. I need to roll a 1d20, right? For the constitution? For the concentration. To, we, we'll deal with that in a second. So... Natural 20 succeeds. Syndra, you can still roll 1d4 from the blast to see if you if you can do it. So slash roll 1d4. Plus one from the stronger. I know she's not stronger no. together. She's not, she's not. She's stronger together. She's stronger alone. Oh, Ooh. a four. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. two fails. The, the, oh. She needed 16 yeah. to beat it. So Syndra is still yeah. charmed, but Sagarin, you break out of the charm and you wonder, why the fuck were you in love with this thing? Um, <laughs> I puke uh, again. <laughs> I, will get, I will get you soon. And she continues spinning and spinning. All right, that ends her turn. The simulacrum continues rolling around, the dream simulacrum. Uh, excuse me, it is now Syndra's turn. You are still charmed. You need to spend this turn attacking your closest ally. So... Uh, okay, which spell do I have to use? What cantrip, what cantrip would you use to deal the most damage? Okay, sorry. Uh, noise. <laughs> the most damage. I say it's Firebolt. Alright, you're gonna roll a Firebolt with disadvantage at either Tuna or Azizel. Sorry, Azizel. I knew you were never my bestie. <laughs> 11. It flies off into the forest. You miss! I'm your bestie, see? <laughs> you're I'm just bad at shooting. <laughs> <laughs> you see Sindra's arm kind of trembling as she she kind of closes one of her eyes trying to force herself to miss and she eventually manages to and aims at the sky uh, feeling the attack on you as as the creature around goes ah, you still resist don't resist us <laughs> all right so um, Sagarin yes uh Sorry, did you roll for the con concentration? No. You're, cor you're totally correct. Constitution saving throws Tuna is magic circle concent concentration yep. as well. All right, so only Azizel constitution saving throws to see if he can concentrate on the blessings he is bestowing upon his friends. A 19. More than enough, you manage. You have to roll 15 since you took 30 damage. So good job. All right, Syndra, that's your turn. Tuna, it is yours. She's still spinning around you. I will, I will touch my circling of blasting mm -hmm. and fire pew, 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 three scorching rays um, to, to the ones near us. All right, got it. Uh, the ones one on the... the left and the two behind us. All right, so give me just a second. So uh, scorching ray is, is three attacks, right? All right, so you're going to fire them at the two behind you, right? Is what uh, you yes. said. Two behind me and the other one on the on the left. Okay, go ahead and roll three attack rolls for me, please. Um, nine plus seven. Okay, roll again. Uh, twenty, dirty twenty. Okay, roll again. Uh, and ten. All right, so no, two sorry, not ten. You have plus 12. one, by the way. 
plus one nine plus no it's okay so two of yours just go out into the the forest as the dance is too fast for you to be able to yes the bless doesn't also oh 1d4 yeah you're right add 1d4 to your 10 into the other one to the 9 plus 7 or 16 as it is commonly known 17 okay and the other one uh it's it was 12 uh now it's 14 all right so still two of them streak out into the forest as one of them hits the the, the this aspen the uh, excuse me this even witch as she circles around the the blast of fire rips a chunk out of it, her shoulder and one of the images fades and there are now only six waltzing around you and you notice all of the eyes have opened still all right anything else you want to do as a bonus action can i drink the potion you can that i have yes you can indeed yes please because very dying. I, I will uh, say, I, I forgot to say about the, uh, forgot to tell you all about this, but I would say all of you have at least two regular potions of healing. Two regular oh, potions of healing. Nice. Uh, four. <clears throat> I completely forgot about that. Sorry. Okay. Seven plus four. Eleven. All right. Eleven points of healing. Anything else, Tuna? Um, I'll just... No, I'll continue here. I'll continue here. Yes, ma'am. All right, Tuna stays. Zizi, it's your turn. Okay. I want to heal. What are you casting, my dude? Um, where's where's the the math thing? Mass healing ward. Bonus action, mass healing ward. Yet. Yeah. All right. Uh, go, go ahead. Yes, let's see. It's a two plus my what's the name of this? Your spell casting ability modifier, which is a four. Alright, so it's six. a total of six healing, but wait, um we need to know before we, we get hit points to everybody, we need to know what is the mass healing word? I don't know. Come up with something. <laughs> Shush is your okay. So as you um <laughs> you rise raise up your hands to heal everybody, she's going to cast countercast again as her left hand is it the left? Yes, as her left hand waves in front uh, every single one of, of these these creatures, she waves her hand and Can I counterspell it? Yes you can. Are you are you going to? All right, uh, you are you charmed, by the way? Oh yeah, yeah. If you're charmed, <laughs> I would say you can't counterspell this because she's your friend. Why would you want to? Yeah, yeah. You know, so she counterspelled. She she casts the counter uh, countercast, and as she grabs the spell from the air, she goes, "No, I don't think I will." Shush! And the word echoes through the forest, and she regains uh, what was six uh, hit points. Funnily enough, she's full hit points, so she doesn't reg regain jack shit. Um, all right, that was your bonus action. Still have your action. Um. Oh, it's one reaction. Uh, I want to use shared grief 
on Tuna to okay, heal so her by 1d6. That's not how it works. Oh, well. Re read the thing and then and then you can use it whenever it's appropriate for for you to for you to use it but shared grief will only oh, well technically no 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 wait technically it is no but the spell counts as if she was casting it never mind they don't get the the, the healing as well um but shared grief is something else you'll you'll know when 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 you reread it um all right so now that it is Zizi's turn, we go back to the top of the round, right? Mm -hmm. So it is. Wait, I still have my action, no? Yeah. Oh yeah, you do. You do. What do you do? I'm sorry. Uh, I want to heal. Um, you can only cast cantrips now, with your action. Oh. oh okay. And then I want to attack her. Sacred flame. Cast sacred flame. All right. Which one are you aiming? Uh, the one on the back. On the one on the back. back. Right. All right, so actually, I should still do this. Oh wait, I roll for damage. Yes, but we need to see if she succeeds or not. Okay, she rolled a twenty-eight, so I think she succeeds. Okay. Um, as she's uh, waltzing on about, your flame <laughs> hits the air, and she continues circling around in her many forms. <laughs> really, the gods here. You are, to say the least, weak. <laughs> and continues running around. Um, okay, so Zizi, that's your turn. Sagrin, back top of the round. What do you do? I'm free. Um, I'm going to move here. All right, move to the edge. What is that ball? I'm scared. Somebody just did that ball there. Okay. Yes, it's me. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm safe. All right. Uh, I'm going to attack... Uh, the one on the top right? The one on the top right, okay. Yeah, Got it. I'm gonna throw my flame tongue dagger. Alright, you're gonna throw throw your flame tongue dagger at the one on the top right. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Go ahead and roll an attack for me. Uh thinking. It's normal, yes. Thirteen. <laughs> plus 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 one D four, yeah. Plus plus stronger together. Uh, stronger together doesn't really one. give. Yeah, it's oh. just one AC and one wisdom save. Oh, sorry. Uh, one D4, three, so 16. <laughs> All right. And then it falls back into your pocket. Yep. So now it's going to be my cloak. Throwing an attack, yeah? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. So, anything else you're doing with your action? I don't think I or, ex I ex excuse anything. me, with your turn. There's, uh, uh, by the way, I forgot to mention this uh, to all of you. These, like, tangle, the, this, the root that you see on the ground, it creates elevation, which mm -hmm. can provide cover should you want cover. Okay? Right. So, there's, uh, like, these elevations. Um, I think... Mm, can I hold... I can't really hold an action as a bonus action. Exactly, you cannot. You have already yeah. used your action. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I can do anything. So I'll, I'll just. If You'll... there's like a little mm -hmm. piece of a root under me, I'll just. Wait. All right. Just uh, then go ahead and uh, do a, a stealth check for me with advantage because of your cloak. 24. All right, you believe you're hidden. Um, okay, so after Plus... your turn. Yeah? 
bless. Plus bless? Isn't bless just attacks and saving throws? It might be. Uh, attack rolls and saving throws. Yes. Right. Okay. So you're you're you you don't get the bless, but that's already pretty good. All right. So after you, it is the lair action. From the air, those same spores that you had seen before, throwing all those lights, they... More of them are kind of thrown into the space. I need all of you to make a constitution saving throw. You need to beat a 12. Do I do it with disadvantage? You do not, you do not, you do not. Regular constitution save. Then uh, you have the d4 as well. Yeah, this is a d4. 16. 16 for Syndra. 19. 19 for Sagarin. Tuna? I rolled a natural one. And you, ZZ? 7. Seven. Right, that fails as well. Uh, whoever failed takes 7 points of poison damage. But that is all. Uh, yes. I'm immune to poison damage. Then you don't take any damage. I forgot about you, stupid ass shield. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, so next up, it is Aspen's turn. She's still floating, flying about. Uh, you suddenly see one of the, the the sort of parts of blackness that cover the, the root is lifted, and you see her point her hand at it and begin lifting three dawn fairies. <laughs> and throws them into the portal as you hear them screaming and echoing away in the portal. And that is going to be her action as she continues to roll around. Let me just see if she gets this back. She doesn't. Okay, that's her turn. After Aspen's turn, it is Cinder's turn. Yeah. Uh, I'm still sharp. You are. But you don't have yeah. to attack the closest person to you, so that's that's yeah. fine. Um, is there anything you want to tell her as she goes? Yes, my love. <laughs> I want to tell her pretty things, but yeah. Uh, uh, can I make it so I try to not be sharp? Yeah. At the end of your turn, you get to roll a saving throw, a wisdom saving throw, with a d4, okay. and and uh, let's see if you if you uh, can get out. It's a regular roll, wisdom saving throw. Okay. End of your turn. <laughs> okay, just say hi to her, good. Uh, wisdom throw, uh, yeah. right? Yes, wisdom save. Uh, Regular roll, normal. Okay. 18. You break free from the charm at the end of your turn, you can't Why do anything you? else, but you break free you. And, you're, and you look at her and you know, you know you were charming, you know you were being manipulated and there's something in you right now that is raging to kill this thing oh shit all right so that's gonna be the end of your turn tuna it is your turn now they're still spinning all around um i will move 30 feet 30 feet i think it's somewhere around here the the, the magic circle still stays in the same place right uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, right here. And I will... She just saw what happened to those little fairies, so she will just... Fireball at ninth level. 
at at uh, those those. Um, I will. Um, it's going to be at these two. Wait, it's twenty feet, I believe. Yeah, twenty. These uh, two. Okay. Just right in front of me. Okay. All right. So this is ninth level from your wand, right? Yes. Tell me, it's a ninth level fireball. I need you to describe to me how you're casting the spell. What are you doing? Tuna, you see, <laughs> Tuna's eyes are just burning with flames as she points to the ground, and she hopes, in her innocence, that the 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 burning will will burn the roots and release the the, the rest of the fairies. Mm -hmm. She deep down knows it it won't happen, but she needs to try. Um, and she just wants to see her dead. Okay. This giant fiery explosion burns up um, around the, the those two figures as they are spinning, and you hear as as she screams away. Um, sadly, though, these two images vanish as the other four continue rotating, and you see. The tangle under, underneath begins to recoil, and a small little opening is formed as the, the, the roots recoil and retract from the flame, and something pops out of it. <laughs> Thank you! And you see how this, this uh, lady fairy try to escape uh, immediately, while the others are still underneath as the, the, the roots try to heal themselves to, to cover the hole again that you have just created. It is, it feels like there's a, a, a slow retraction that kind of pulled apart a little hole at the center of the fireball where this, <laughs> this, um, this creature escaped. It might, you might be able to keep it open for longer, but for now, only one of them was holding their action to leave as soon as possible. The other ones are too scared to be able to leave immediately. Um, all right. So Tuna, anything else? I uh, know I'll stay put. You'll stay put. All right. Uh, Zizi. This is your turn now. You're muted, I think, or we're not hearing you. Sorry. I want to heal Syndra, which is close to me. All right, with? Uh, cure wounds. A cure wounds. All right. And how do you how do you heal her? Describe to me that spell. Well, I want to touch her good arm. Mm -hmm. And I want to close my eyes and focus all my energy in healing her. Um, and I know that by doing so, I will be also healing others. Okay. So I focus my best on it. Got it. As you're focusing your best intentions, you see an image within you, a multi-eyed witch, as she casts countercast again to um, stop your healing and redirect it I towards- I counter it. You counterspell it? All right. How yeah. does your counterspell look, Syndra? What do you say? What do you do? Oh, you just you get with the shh, the little, the good old shush. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and the, the figures continue spinning. The healing goes through. Seventeen healing. Or Sintra seventy healing. Yeah. Uh, since it was uh, level two. Yes. Two plus five to the others who are bound to me by stronger together. So Sagarin Tuna, you get seven points plus of five. healing. Exactly. All right. Um... Very well. Anything else? Uh, I can only use Cantrip. 
Or uh, no, you you the no. Kirun's is an action. So now okay. the only thing with a bonus action you could do would probably be um, uh, some sort of check okay. or to drink a potion. No. The multiple figures, there are four of them now, continue spinning around. No, I'm good. You're good, alright, kind of almost swapping places. So at the end of ZZ's turn, Sagrin, it is your turn. Well, I'm gonna try again, but now the one on the right. I'm gonna tell you something, Sagrin. Hmm. You've been attacking multiple of these creatures and you see them vanish in illusion. Mm -hmm. With the time you've spent with Tuna, you might be able to spot which one of them is fake. Do you wish to use your action to do that? Yeah, of course. All right, yeah. then roll a perception check for me to see if you spot which one is the real one. Oh, wait. I need to roll a 1d20 because of the ninth level fireball. Yes. 18. All right. With an 18, you just beat the DC. And as you look around, you begin, you see that the edges of some of them are blurred. They're not, they're, they're not real. And you point with your finger to the real one and all of the illusions vanish to reveal the real one to the left of all of you right now. All right, but that was your action. Do you want to do anything with your bonus action? I... <laughs> All right, hide again. Uh, go ahead and roll stealth with advantage for me. Oh, it was normal. Crap, I misclicked. You can just roll another regular one and we'll pick the highest. Okay. 25. Bitch, you are the stealth. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, um, so Sagarin, that ends your turn. It is now lair action. You see her once again call out to the portal as out of the portal. Two more of the many, these zombies, but not undead, but these sort of aberrations with multiple eyes on them, humanoid looking. Okay, now it is Aspen's turn. Hmm. Yeah. All right. She is going to use a whispered kiss, a servant's bliss, and she's going to blow a kiss towards Tuna. Tuna, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Since you are Fey, you have advantage naturally. And a plus one. Plus one. Yeah. And a plus one and the bliss. And I'm the <laughs> you got this. Um. Uh, the bless is 1d4? Yeah. Yeah. Eight. You are charmed. My rolls are shit. You are charmed, and as you are, you you feel her... That her presence is different this time. That it, that it does not want you to like her. It wants you to obey. Um, I'm going to need you to use your reaction right now to make a spell attack to one of your allies. The closest one would be Sagarin. So I need to make a uh, an attack with a cantrip, the one that would deal the most damage towards Sagrin. Uh, it would be Toll the Dead. Right, so that's a saving throw, right? Uh, yes, wisdom saving throw. Or take a 1d8. Go ahead, Sagrin. Uh, Is that disadvantage because we're in the circle, or...? Uh, no. Oh, okay. 
Wisdom saving throw. Normal. No. Nine plus. The blast. <laughs> plus D4. What? <laughs> Eleven. Go ahead and deal the damage. Eleven, yeah. <clears throat> Does Toll the Dead deal more damage if they're already missing hit points? I don't think it's Toll the Dead. Oh, Tari is missing any of its points. It is dead. 1d12. Yeah, it, you rolled You rolled a 2d12. It's there. I did? It, yeah, yeah. Those are 2d12s. It's 15 total necrotic damage you take, Sagarin. 15. Okay. All right. So, that was Aspen's turn. She is going to then um, move at a fly Wait. speed of 80. It's already late, but I could counterspell that, right? Or not? No, not this. Okay, okay. Not this. Um, all right. So, plus you're using your reaction to uh, I was attack. hiding. It doesn't really affect... Anything. It would not affect this, no. Yeah. Not in this case. Um, mm -hmm. All right. Oh, actually, you know what, Sagrin? I think it might. Instead of targeting Sagrin, because Sagrin was hiding and Tuna has a low passive perception, um, it is going to ta target ZZ. So, Sagrin, heal back the 15. And, uh, good point. And, and ZZ, roll a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> 14. Plus, plus D4? Plus, uh, roll 1, D4. 4 plus 1, 19. It's already, you already saved. You are saved. You dodge the effect as you see Tuna's eyes kind of glow in your direction. You manage to deflect whatever magic was going to grab hold of you there. Um, all right, so that was Aspen's turn. She moved back there. Syndra, it's your turn. There's just something swelling inside you that you just want to kill those things. Just let me make sure. Can I target it like this? You, you sure can. I'm gonna cast Fireball uh, on the fifth level. A fifth level Fireball. She is going to countercast your fifth you level Fireball, but she still needs to roll for it. She might miss. Oh, oh my God! It wait, did. wait, wait, wait. Please. The DM is mathing. Please stand by. <laughs> it doesn't. I rolled an 8. I needed to roll a 15. Her counter cast as she, as she moves her left hand on your 5th level spell to try and block it and redirect it towards you. There's something within you, a power that is overwhelming her and pushes the fireball in. Uh... Go ahead and roll the damage, but first, before rolling the damage, tell me, how does that fireball look? How does it feel? How does Syndra feel when she does it? Uh, she's burning up with rage, uh, since she was charmed and even she had to injure a friend. And she doesn't really like to be commanded to what to do, right? Yeah. Um, so she's burning up, she will cast a giant-ass fireball on on the tree mobs. all right and it's bluish the pale blue flame begins to tear apart the enemy she's going to use one of her legendary resistances to succeed on the effect the other two 
both succeed. So that is 18, half is 14 points, which is still enough to kill the other two. As they burn up with flame. But she takes damage, and as you see her take this damage, actually, no, she has to take full damage from this, doesn't she? No, no, she doesn't. As you see her um, using her legendary resistance, or one of her legendary resistances, and burning up in the middle of this pale blue flame, screeching out, you notice one of the eyes, the eye on, on her forehead closes as she uses her legendary resistance to succeed on the effect, but all of the other ones also close to um, dodge the effect of the flame burning them, so they are all closed right now. Meaning that she cannot use her legendary actions since this was an area of effect spell, she cannot use legendary actions or counter cast until the end of the very next turn. So, whoever's after Syndra is Tuna. At the, until the end of Tuna's turn, she cannot use legendary resistances, legendary actions, nothing. All right. Yay. Good job, Syndra. Anything else? Uh, no. All right. Good fireball. As the fireball burns up the tangle. Begins to retract as well, and thank you. And another fairy pulls out and heads in in uh, a different direction, trying to run away. And two more come after it, uh, as now they are expecting to be freed. All right, so Cinder's turn is over. Tuna, it is your turn. Ah, you wretches. Uh, okay, Tuna will go near the portal. Yeah. And try to. With her wings, try to close the portal. Very well. Let us... You're going to roll a d20 and add your spell attack modifier to this. Come on, you've been rolling very bad today. My spell modifier? Yeah, spell attack modifier. Oh my god, eight. You begin wrapping around the pattern over this, this portal and as it does, you... You have it. It's locked in there, but it's not vanishing. You're struggling to keep it to keep it sealed. You might be able to do it next turn, but right now, as of now, you failed to do so. Okay. Anything else, Tuna? Uh, I will try to drink the potion again. <laughs> Bonus potion. action: drink up a potion. Go right ahead. Uh, it's forty-four. No, it's, uh... Forty-four. Forty-four plus four. 44 plus 4? Yeah. Uh, wait, wait. How much Nine damage four did I did on the boss? Oh, uh, you did 14. Okay, thank you. Okay. Done? Done. Very well. Okay, so. Next up after Tuna, Zizi. C'est ton turn. Zizi wants to curate himself. <laughs> All right, go ahead and cast Cure Wounds on yourself. Uh, oh, she cannot countercast. No. Because she already used it. So, seven on me. Seven points of healing on yourself. Plus one plus six on the stronger together, which is Tuna and Sagrin. All right, one plus six on Sagrin and Tuna. So, seven points for Sagrin and Tuna for being bound to... Uh, Zizi here with the area of effect healing. Yay! Anything else, Zizi? Um, 
so I don't think I can do much more, to be honest. Mm. No. Alright, very well. So, at the I end of Yeah? Why not? I wanna uh, cast Spiritual Weapon. You cannot, because Kyrun's is not a cantrip. You can only use a leveled oh. spell plus a cantrip. So, oh. bonus action only drink a potion right now. Okay. Well, bottoms up then. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. Drink your potion, roll 4d4 plus 4 if that's what you wish. While uh, Zizi is healing at the end of his turn, Tuna, you are still charmed. Yes. So, being charmed, she's going to use many stare thoughts, beware. And. With one legendary action, you are immediately stunned until the end of her next turn. Um, so what? as of now, you are stunned. Whenever her next turn ends, you will stop being charmed and stop being stunned. Altogether, okay? Okay. Alright, Zizi healed for 10, good job. Back to the top of the round, round a million. Sagran, c'est un turn! Yes, I'm gonna throw my dagger. Whee! Whee! <laughs> A uh, sixteen. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Roll yeah, yeah. Two. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> my god. Uh, <clears throat> we go again because of my cloak. Police wait. cloak. <gasps> it hits. Go ahead and What's roll damage. Finally. What's the hit uh, cap? You. We it's. Don't we don't know. You don't know so far, but okay. twenty-two hits. Yeah, but. Okay, because she has a stronger together, isn't... Oh, no, that's AC, never mind. Uh, Alright, so, uh, this deals sneak attack damage, Sagarin. So, the damage you just rolled, that's the full damage, except the fire. Because it can't it can't mimic the fire, right? Or, or could it? I don't remember. Uh, let me check with the... The cloak, yeah. Uh, Can the cloak mimic the fire? Cloak. It says, uh, every time they take the attack action, we'll mimic the attack. Using Fuck it, it mimics, it mimics the fucking fire, dude, yeah. whatever. Uh, doesn't trigger sneak attack. Oh, doesn't trigger sneak attack. So it is 8 plus 5, which means that it's 13, correct? Yeah. 8 plus 5 is 13. 13 points of damage to the witch. Oh my god. Oh my god. Jesus, my brain just went into Narnia and came back. I could not do that math. Um, <laughs> Alright, so that's your um, attack. Yeah. You can still use a bonus action to make an offhand attack and throw your other dagger. I I can? Yeah, you're a rogue, right. you have two daggers. You can uh, attack with the regular uh, yeah. one. Yeah, alright, I'm gonna do that then. This, uh, however, I will tell you this. The damage does not add your modifier to it. It's just the dice on the damage, okay? Mm-hmm. But it can trigger sneak attack. 21 hits. The other dagger hits her. So let me do some calculations here. So it's 25 minus 4 for a total of 21 points of damage. And she is bleeding now off of um, uh, her stomach. Actually, uh, Sagrin, I will, I will tell you this. Ask you this: This attack, do you want to aim it anywhere specifically? Uh, one of the eyes, yeah. Uh, wings or one of the hands? Uh, wings. 
Okay, so you hit one of the eyes on the wings and it closes immediately as you as you throw the dagger, kind of retracting. Uh, but it does take those 21 points of damage as well. Does my cloak attack as well? Uh, I think you. it said attack action, right? Or does it attack say... Action. Yeah, attack action. Yeah, if it's attack action, action this yeah, is a bonus action. Alright, alright. Alright, so 21 points of damage. And all right. the dagger also returns because it's also... Bound. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Two daggers in your pocket! Sagrin. Alright. Lair action. The Pale Tangle is trying to reach out for you. Uh, everybody on the ground. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. So Syndra, ZZ, uh, Sagrin. Dex saving throw for me, please. Go. 14. 14. 22. All of you save. Even without the bless, you all manage to dodge the effects of the roots. Which now brings us to Aspen's turn. Seeing that Tuna is stunned... You see her swirl her hands as this purple flame forms around them, and she is going to throw two attacks at advantage at Tuna with the even flame. I want to cast the reaction and use feel and let go. Feel and let go, so she's going to you use your channel divinity to absorb. Okay, yeah. half of that damage. So the first one hits uh, with a natural 17 plus a bajillion plus. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that hits. Uh, second one is uh, 23, which I believe hits as well. All right, so this is going to be halved. Uh, ZZ, you're going to take half of it, and you can try to redirect the other half. Am I correct? Uh, yes. So, 9, 10, Yeah. 23 points of damage so half of that would be 11 points of um, fire damage which means you take 11 points of fire damage ZZ and you're going to try to redirect it to her her Uh, tell me something does it have 60 feet range does it make it there it does it does good job 60 feet she needs to make a wisdom saving throw correct ugh uh, yes 20 which I believe makes the saving throw which means you have to redirect it to one of your allies who are you choosing <laughs> can't I choose myself no one of your allies <laughs> okay sorry Cindy so Syndra <laughs> Uh, as the, the fire from the even flame is pulled away by Zizi's divinity, you see him reach out his hands, dragging away the flame towards him. He takes half of it and then throws the other half behind of him to you. You take 11 points of, um, of uh, fire damage as well, Syndra. <laughs> Alright, so that is Aspen's turn. That brings us to Syndra's turn. Go ahead, it's you. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. She can counterspell me, right? She currently has a reaction available. And she has Tuna Charmed. Uh, not okay. anymore. The stun in the charm. You're right. Uh, it's yeah, a, not she's not charmed, she's not charmed, yeah. You're right. Okay, mirror image. <sighs> mirror image on yourself. <sighs> you see these images, these... these other Syndras kind of float around her, almost as she, as, she, as she has motion blur from, you know, games. 
Um, <laughs> with your action, that's your mirror image. And anything else? Uh, I'm gonna move a bit here. Move wait, a wait, bit. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that's fine. Good job checking the range for a counter spell. Look at her. Um, <laughs> all right. So that's the end of your turn. Am I correct? Yeah. I am yeah. correct. So Tuna, your turn. You're still kind of holding on to the thing. I'll try again. I want right. to close the portal. Go and ahead, roll it. D20 and add your spell tech modifier. Eleven. It's unfortunately <laughs> not enough. You continue holding it, but you oh, cannot well. close it. Um, all right. Anything else, Tuna? No. All right. Um, nobody is charmed right now. She's going to stay put. Um, that means it's ZZ's turn. Sorry. Okay. I want to go to Mr. Cindy. <laughs> You're going to go to I... Madam Cindy, yes? Yes. Why can't I move this? <laughs> okay, I want to go to her and cure wounds on her. Cure wounds again? Go ahead. Okay. She's going to countercast the cure wounds again with her left hand to try and and regain that hit point, those hit points for herself. I and counterspell it. You counterspell it? Alright, go ahead yeah. and mark off the spell slot. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> um so eight points of healing? For Sindra and six for both of them. Six for uh, Sagarin and Fortuna. You regain six hit points from the, the bond of uh, Stronger Together. All right, Zizi, anything else you want to do? Anything else I can do? Only drink another potion. <laughs> no. All no. right. <laughs> then you stay there. All right, back to the top of the round. Sagrin, it is you. It is dagger time. All right. So I will tell you this, Sagrin. You notice. Actually, uh, allow me. Perception. No, one second, one second. You notice that uh, the eye which you hit is still closed. The eye on her left hand is closed. Um, but there's still one on the um, the wing and one on the right hand. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so let's see if I can hit first. Uh, 14, uh, roll, d4. I doubt I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah, nope. <laughs> Misses, but your your coat? My coat. 25. My coat is just doing the job alone. It's a legendary <laughs> coat, you know. Um, yeah. So who do you, uh, which part of her uh, do you want to strike? The other wing. The other wing. All right. Go ahead and roll the damage for me, please. Six, six. She does not get sneak attack here nope. on this on this attack, no. but... So it's seven. Seven points okay. of damage. Uh... As you target the wing, is there anything you say, anything you want to particularly do while you, you throw I, that second my, dagger? It, it's my coat doing that. Do so you want to thank the coat? Thanks for your service, coat. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Folks? <laughs> <laughs> <The, Yeah>. Apparently, <laughs> the, the, wing, <laughs> the wing crumples a little bit and the eye closes. She is out of legendary resistances as of now. Um, as of this moment. Alright, but at the start of her next turn, she reopens uh, the eyes closed by damage. 
Um, Alright, so that is your cloak attack. Uh, I'm gonna throw the other dagger. Offhand dagger? Yep. 21. 21 hits. What are you targeting it? Uh, the other hand that has the eye. On, eye. The, on the right hand? Yeah. As she is raising her arms in this sort of everlasting dance she, she does, you <laughs> stick her in the hand. Anything you want to do or say, you threw this one. Uh, yeah. Uh, code? This one is on me. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. That is one point of damage because it doesn't count your modifier. <laughs> and um, I hear my coat laughing at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, as you do this, she looks to be fairly damaged at this point uh, with that last strike. Arrgh! But she is mostly angry. Okay. So, Tuna. Oh, actually, no. It's never mind. Kendra. Uh, no, 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 it's not, it's not Syndra. It is still the lair action. I was gonna say something, but it's not that one. More spores, uh, take into the air. I need all of you to roll constitution saving throws. Um, you need to beat a 12. 12! Uh, 16. Plus roll d4. So... Nine for Sagarin, and how much for you, uh, Syndra? Uh, if it's a 13. All right, everybody who uh, who beat the 12, so who rolled 12 or higher, does not take damage. Whoever rolled lower takes five points of poison damage from that lair action. Now it is her turn again. Let's see if she takes has her ability back. She does. So... You begin seeing her again doing this sort of ballerina style of dancing uh, in the air, rotating, spinning, um, and releasing those same purple spores, but they they shower you with lights. I need everybody here to make a wisdom saving throw. Um, if you, be, you need to be the 16 or else you'll be charmed. How does your magic circle work on this, Tuna? Um, they, they, they're not charmed. All right, so you don't even need to to, to roll. Only uh, Tuna does, and with advantage, and bless. Can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed. All right. Um, I I roll with the advantage, right? Yes, advantage and with the bless, still. Uh, advantage? Because she's fey. Oh, oh. And so it's bless plus uh, the one from Stronger Together. Correct, it is a wisdom save. like three things. No. I have advantage also on being charmed, no? Fail but you, you don't need to... You're you don't, You're exactly. circle. You don't need oh. to. 17. 17 succeeds. You need to beat a 16. So as her hold begins to, to take your mind, you manage to shrug it off. Ah, what happens? I need more. Give me more! And she stares into, into the portal and extends out her hand, but nothing happens for now. Um, all right, so that's Aspen's turn. Syndra, it is your turn. She will most likely counter me. So let's try our first chaos bolt of the the of the one shot. Alright, chaos bolt, the famous first level. Go ahead, first level, roll for an attack for me, please. Where are you aiming at? Any anywhere in specific or just at her? Um just at her. Then that just hits. So, you fucking hit a chaos bolt. Oh my god. 
What a surprise. All right, go ahead to roll for to see which uh, type of damage and then roll the damage. You know all that. You love that spell. <clears throat> da -da -da. I don't remember how to do the, the type of damage. All right, it's uh, rolling a 1d8 as well, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So four, that force. means force, okay. Yes. Now uh, you can roll damage. Yes. You just roll damage. 15. A no. total of 15 points of damage as you <laughs> shriek out a force, a blast of force. Syndra, how does Syndra feel as she delivers this strike, having never done it almost? I mean, I think you only hit once in the whole campaign. <laughs> <laughs> the Chaos Bolt, yeah, I think so too. She's she's happy. She's starting to um, control her power. All right. More. You see a smile creep up Syndra's face as the bolt hits. You wretches, you cannot stop me. This is my destiny. I have seen it. And she continues reaching out onto the, the portal. She seems to be fixated on it. Tuna, it's your turn. I cannot let you use the portal again. Let's go. Spell attack you modifier. Don't kill any more fairies. Seventeen. Uh, the DC was sixteen because this portal was not big enough yet, and you wrap the pattern around it as it with a wave disappears. You no, not I was so close. You. Stupid little weakling Don Fairy. And the portal vanishes. Let me delete it for you guys. How am All I right. weak if I just deleted your portal? <laughs> <laughs> Good comeback. Yes. Alright, tune up. That was your action. Anything else you want to do? Um I'll just stare at her. You won't kill any more fairies. Got Unless it. It's me. She's she's getting she looks hurt she, her all of her eyes are closed uh, her um she is bleeding out of certain parts of her body from daggers and explosions she's singed from the burns she's looking she's looking hurt all right after that Zizi it's your turn uh I want to cast a spiritual weapon mm hmm uh let me see if this at what level do you want to cast it uh second. Uh, second level. And what does it look like? Um, I would say it would look like a weapon with moon shapes, like uh, you know, like the light. Like a curved there. glaive. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right, got it. I'm gonna use this um pillar image here to <laughs> to to replace it. Um, all right. Well. Very accurate. You can, with with just casting the spell, you can immediately make an attack with it. Perfect. So you can you can uh, attack it with the spiritual weapon. Okay. Does it show on the? Oh, it does. Plus the d4. Four. Three plus one. 
from the stronger together you get it as well no yeah so that misses just misses with an 18 as the 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 sort of magical divine blade just whooshes past it uh you still have your action um cast a cantrip cast a cantrip to hurt her so sacred flame sacred flame uh that is a 13 14 14 she misses she fails so go ahead and roll damage as sacred fire uh begins burning up her body three points of damage all right ah (laughs) (laughs) uh wait it wasn't wait what no, it was not. That 1d4 was... The... Yeah, that 1d4 is... So, 9 points of damage. So, it's more of a... Ah! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Okay, folks. Uh, starting to look hurt. Starting to look hurt. Alright, ZZ. That in your turn? Oh, we... <sighs> Sagrin, it's yours. <sighs> you... How dare you! <sighs> <laughs> not even gonna do the d4. It's not gonna matter. Yeah. Um, Alright, Cloak, please. You got this. He did! Natural 20, Cloak! (laughs) The MVP of this fight. (laughs) Go ahead and roll the damage. Um, Uh, So. Nat 20 for sneak attack, but it doesn't trigger sneak attack. It doesn't trigger on this one. I was gonna, I was thinking. Um, Yeah. I mean, okay, 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 okay. Hold on. You guys know I'm a nice person, right? So, I'm gonna leave this up to fate. The, the, the spiritual weapon is right next to the guy, right? Or to the girl. It is a threat. She could be distracted by it. It could maybe trigger your sneak attack. So I'm gonna put this in your hands, Sagrin. You're gonna roll a d20. On a <laughs> one to 10, it fails the sneak attack. On an 11 to 20, you hit sneak attack. Does Bless cost on it? <laughs> Oh my god! (laughs) It does not trigger sneak attack, but still, it is quite a bit of damage. Let let me go here. So, three doubled is six, plus three doubled is another six. So, 12 plus your modifier is 16 points of damage uh, as it burns up from the dagger, from this fake dagger that (sighs) hits her. All right. Um, you still have one one other, or you can 16? hide. Should it be just ten? N- no, uh, it's double. So double three from oh, your uh, dagger. Okay, okay. Yeah. Right. All right, right, right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna throw the other one. The other one. D four. I'm gonna roll D four. Just see four eighteen. No, not just misses. Not enough. <laughs> All right. On uh, one of the one of the trees. <laughs> right, Sagan, that ends your turn. The lair action would have been the summoning of the many into here, and as she grasps it, there is nothing there, and so the lair action is vanished, unused. She doesn't get it this turn. However, it is Aspen's turn. Um, as she goes, yeah, no, no, and she points once again at the, this time actually, down at the pale tangle, and the blackness opens. And she burns it with the, with her twilight energy, swirling like inside the. 
allow me to see how it, the, the thing is. Um, this is sadly an ability, not a spell. The only thing I've written as a spell is the counter cast, as it does count as a spell. Um, she fires it downward at the fairies um, as you look. Actually, no, it is only fair. You are a fairy. I'm going to retract on that. You are a fairy. Sagarin got her chance. Let's give you your chance as well. On a 1 to 10, you roll it Roll it on the, 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 the VTT so everybody can see it. Yeah, 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 on a 1 to 10, you cannot. On an 11 to 20, you can counterspell it. 1, 2, 3. Oh, 19. 19, you can counterspell it. Tell me, describe to me how you counterspell as she points down at your friends, at your compatriots. I said, don't kill any more fairies. The spell vanishes from her hand in twilight colors. Ah, no, no. And she seems very frustrated and stays put. As something begins to take over her body, you see it kind of moving, her flesh moving around. It's starting to get consumed. Um, so that was her turn. Syndra, it's yours now. Um, let's try a new spell. Uh... There is no hit on this, only damage. What is the spell? I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's a psy uh, actually psychic no. lance. Yeah. Roloth in psychic no, lance. She's she's immune to. Well, you don't know if she is. The many you know they are resistant oh, to psychic, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you don't know if she is. Um, and she makes the saving throw. It's a saving throw. Ralothim's Rol uh, psychic lance. Is that what you're using? Uh, yeah. All right. So what's the save on that? Could you tell me, please? 18 int. 18 intelligence. She does not have... Actually, at the end of your turn, she does have her legendary resistances open. Let me see if she fails. She fails. Okay, she's going to take... Use her legendary action, her... Or, excuse me, her last legendary resistant, resistance permanently closing all of her eyes to resist the effect, which means you deal half damage with this. Okay. So go ahead and roll the, the full damage for your Ralloth and Psychic Lance. Cool. How much was it? I can't... 21. 21. So half of that, we're gonna round it down to 10. You! Get away from me! All of you! No! She is looking... hurt! Like, bitch hurt! Um, Alright, Syndra. Can I use turn? my bonus action to cast a spider? You can and make bring it out. Attack it? You can bring out the spider now, but I don't think you can make her attack attack instantly. Allow me to go confirm that for you. Yes, please. Um. <clears throat> yeah, you summon, and it targets someone, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You roll initiative for him. So go ahead and roll initiative uh, for okay. the for your uh, hound of ill omen that takes the shape of a, of a shadowy I... spider. Uh, just roll a d20. Roll d20 okay. for me. Slash roll d20. Fourteen. Uh, fourteen plus two. That is a sixteen. 
Okay, 16. It's faster than me. Uh, EU is going to go in the... He's going to do have his turn yeah, okay. on the next uh, initiative order. All right, but it is there. Uh, let me let me put it in here. Let me put it in here. Let me see if I can find something. You uh, have little spiders? Um, we might have some little spiders. Uh, give me one second. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, wait, actually... Uh, it might be around... Oh my god, I'm lost. <laughs> Uh, no, no. Okay, compendium. There you go. <clears throat> no, not here. Monsters from the SRD. Spider. Surely. Oh. Oh. Okay, that's too small. <laughs> oh my god, that's too big. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that's creepy. Uh, okay. So we're just gonna we're just gonna go ahead and grab this one, put it here, and then I'll just uh, I'll edit small. I'll edit it to be medium. But the token doesn't grow. You're gonna have to believe that that was through. There's a spider right there next to her. Okay. <laughs> I can barely see you. But the hind of Illuman is there. All right. Is that your turn? Uh yeah. Tuna, it is your turn. She looks incredibly hurt. Yes, so Tuna, <laughs> she created a spell in these last two months that she never got to use it before. And it's so fun. So, so she will cast Swarm of Bobs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And what is, the, what is the choice in the Swarm of Bobs that you're doing? Uh, so yeah. it's going to be, she, she needs to... Um, Roll a saving throw, an intelligence saving throw. And on a failure, she'll be incapacitated because there's a lot of bobs and she gets confused. She rolled a three plus four, does not make it. So you see this <laughs> tons of bobs, dozens of them just running up and jumping oh, to, to jumping at her and swarming her and trying to bite at her neck and everything as she goes, ah, no, what? What is this? And tries to shove them off, but they climb back on. Um, does she take damage immediately? Yes, uh, 2d6. This this could be it. Uh, she is currently she is currently at a whopping four hit points. Please, Tuna, <laughs> describe to me how do you finish off Aspen the Even Witch? I won't finish her. Bob will. <laughs> <laughs> How does Bob do it? Go get her, Bob! And Bob runs with with his brothers and sisters. <laughs> they all climb her and try to to bite her and uh, and do everything to her while she screams in pain with lots of ferrets trying to kill her. All right, Bob is surprisingly violent, trying to get inside her mouth as she screams, bursting through and out of her neck, biting at everything. But it's it's all an illusion. But you see her believe this pain, take this pain as her body shatters out into a wave of energy, clearing the prison underneath and bringing us all out of combat, my good friends. Well done. You have killed Aspen the Even Witch. That's what you get. Loot. 
<laughs> you don't see anything at this moment, but immediately after um, this, uh, immediately after she screeches in in pain, you see all of these fairies just <gasps> come out of the prison, um, searching for help, searching for something. What do you guys do? Mom, Dad, Mom, Mom. I go wait the fairies. That all right, I go shake the body for a look. <laughs> Got it. There's no body. Um, the place where she was. There's fairies coming out, all flying ab about. As you search for your parents, Tuna, you see an older gentleman fairy with kind of like a, a goatee, but it's completely kind of white, a, a completely white um, goatee, and very slicked back hair that kind of like curves uh, in the back of his head, that kind of curves up, wearing very sort of noble vestments. And you see uh, a woman uh, fairy flying next to, to him with hair much like Tuna's, um, but already kind of gray at the bangs, uh, and wearing her same kind of creepy smile uh, as Parlas and Gwinzy kind of float towards you. And Parlas immediately goes, Tuna Lasia, what are you doing here? I, I, I saved you. You saved us, and and Gwinzy goes. She couldn't have possibly saved us. It was surely someone else. Actually, oh, it was all of us, including her. So don't disrespect her. Okay, and, okay. And, and who would you be? One of the persons that saved your ass. Right. You certainly look the part. <laughs> and who are you? Well, I am Parlas Meadowfalls. And I have to, I deserve some respect. My no, name you, matters a lot in here. You don't. We just saved you and you're acting like we are crap. Do not talk to Tuna like that or I'll slap you. I'm bigger <laughs> than you, all right? For what? You you see two other creatures, um, two other fairies kind of f flying towards you. Uh, one of them has like kind of long wh white... Um, actually, I might be able to show you, um, the creatures that appear here. If you guys give me just one, uh, moment for me to do that. <clears throat> and I, I just, uh, talk about all the things we did in the other realm. And I saved the whole city of monsters. And, and they helped me. And it was so cool. And I closed the portal. My, my, my wings. Look at my wings. And I just, and I show them my wings. Well, that certainly is odd. However, you've never been one to tell the truth. I do not believe a single word that you say. It is impossible that my... Daughter would do something like that. You've never been useful for anything. Bitch. Why are you being rude to her? I'm you not being rude. It is you are, sir. It is discipline. That's not discipline. Well, you should disrespect. discipline yourself towards your daughter. She just saved you and a whole bunch of fairies. <clears throat> As, as you guys are saying this, that other figure appears, and I can show you now. Thank you for the filler, guys. Um, as the floating <laughs> king, um, the floating king flies towards you, uh, and he goes, Now, now, Paulus, I believe that 
You should be happy and proud about your daughter. You should give her a little bit more credit because clearly you would not be alive without her. Thank you so much to all of you for fixing my wife's betrayal. Hello, Sir Florian. Hi. And I bow. <laughs> and I bow since she bowed. <laughs> All right. Um, the, um, there's another younger uh, figure that, that approaches you right next to um, this, um, this uh, gentleman, this seemingly older gentleman, which I am dealing with right now because I forgot, guys. Um, so... This other figure, younger, with, like, blue hair, um, moves to greet you as well as you see the floating prince uh, approach floating or fluttering about. Um, as he goes, It was most fortunate that you returned when you did, and with your friends, too. We, we are eternally grateful for being rescued by those who have birthed us. And he points to all three of you except for Tuna. What, what did he say? Sorry. At the end, he said, We are eternally grateful for being rescued by those who have birthed us. Uh, sorry, what? I only birthed some water today. <laughs> and he kind of, he laughs at that, but is dismissive of your comment. Suddenly, in the middle of this conversation, the canopy opens. <laughs> And a swirl of ruby leaves moves into the space and forms this sort of small tornado from which a woman appears. Wearing dark blue feathered robes, you see a light blue-haired woman with beautiful purple fairy wings that spread out in this glowing skin. The ruby leaves gather around in a crown that rests atop of her head as you see... Look at me having a bunch of pictures today. Um, uh, as you see, this woman appear with a human-sized, and she kind of looks at everybody and goes, Now, now, what do we have here? Dawn fairies all the way up in Evenleaf. And then she looks at all of you, and then at you three, others in Tuna, and goes, Can I have your name? Can we have Don't. yours? Why shouldn't they give me their name, little Dawn Fairy? I know you. Roll a history check. <laughs> to see how... Number. To see how much you know. <clears throat> oh, actually, it's good. Uh, it's sixteen. Everything I've told you, Tuna knows. <clears throat> All right. She directs. She she then turns towards the floating king and goes, "Oh, and the king, royalty in my realm. How rude of me would it be to not." welcome you properly and she begins staring into him you feel challenged by the presence of this creature but then you kind of oddly trust her you you kind of feel attracted to her in a way 
different than what you did to Aspen. This is... This is pure admiration and pure just... You, it's almost oppressive power to you. Then, as she is going to speak towards the king, a beam of sapphire light violently breaks the canopy of the even leaf, and in front of all of you, from this beam, a man takes shape. Long black hair with wisps of white, wearing blue armored robes and a golden crown wrapped with branches and with a sapphire gem embedded in it. His face is riddled with glowing white freckles. Large monarch butterfly wings spread out from his back as his head rises for you to see his noble, calm, and stern look dead focused on the woman in front of you as you see, whoops, as you see the following figure. Now this one, Tuna, you know, to be Ryoga Sunwing instantly from his look. And he goes, or the, the woman goes first, Oh, how good to see you, former light of my eyes. Quit the pleasantries. I have only come for my children. If it were f not for your incompetence, I needn't be here. Oh, forgive me, dear. I did not see it. Sometimes my children operate outside my supervision. She was just a particularly bad apple, Aspen was. Let it be the last time. Or what? He kind of scoffs at that and signals the fairies to walk inside of his cloak as he points all of you. He looks at your group and directs you inside of his cloak that he extends his kind of sapphire blue cloak. And he says, inside. We, we can go. He's good. He's a good guy. Okay. This is like okay. royalty soap opera. All right, so you guys all walk inside? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You... The, the inside of the cloak looks like crystal, reflecting and refracting the light that comes out of it. You walk through this, like, sapphire tunnel that slowly moves around, like the crystals just slowly spin clockwise, creating this kind of perfect show of blue lights. Beyond it, at the end of the tunnel, you recognize the leaves and trees of Float and Blossom. As you come out of the tunnel and look behind you, the fairy king, Ryoga Sunwing, is there, still holding the cloak for you to exit. As he closes it, when the last of the fairies all just talking, which, oh my god, it's Sunwing, oh, holy shit, I can't, can't believe he's here. Everybody's just whispering about him. They all walk uh, out and into Floden Blossom, and you see the Floden King and the Floden Prince instantly run towards the palace to check on something. Now, he's the this creature, this entity, this larger fae, looks at the four of you. Now, you don't belong here. None of you. And he looks at Tuna. Your world is under attack too. And in grave danger. It needs heroes like you. I can assure you that as long as our world stands, you'll have the strength to be one. Where were you when all the fairies were attacked? He smiles a little bit and he goes... Tunalasia. 
There are things that not even a king should meddle with. It was not my business at that time. Well, but if I wasn't here, everyone would be dead. So maybe I belong here just a little bit. Yes. Perhaps you do. Anyway, it is time for you to return home. Time moves in strange ways here. Minutes can be days, and hours can feel like seconds. The concept is almost alien to us, but not to you, and certainly not to where you're from. You must return quickly. Do you wish to return? Okay. Yeah, there's no loot here. I'm yeah, back I home. got sad There's too. no good food here. You see from the back, Parlis goes, Tunalasia, are you leaving again? Well, at home I feel appreciated. And here you are just mean. So I believe it's a farewell, father. Do you see him kind of... Actually, roll an insight check, whoever wants to. Whoever wants to. I, whoever I wants don't say to. no to rules. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I'm oblivious. <laughs> I'm oblivious too. Yep. 15. 15 and a 20 from Sagrin. Five, Five from Syndrome. Sagrin, oblivious. you. You see a little twitch on Parlis's eye and something slightly translucent forming in the corner of his eye. But what he says is, Oh, right. It's not like you were ever good for anything either. And he turns his face. I hope one day you feel proud of me. <clears throat> Ryoga kind of leans down to you. I think he already does to Nalasia. Ready to return? Yep. Yes. Yes. All right. Farewell, heroes. I will see you soon. Hopefully, in your dreams. A swirl of green leaves envelops you and your feet are lifted off of the ground. And just as if you had fallen in your sleep, you all wake up back at your home, in your beds, after another great adventure in the realm of dreams. That brings us to the end of today's one-shot. Well done! Hey, Ardem conquered! Awesome job, guys. I burst fairies through my dreams. <laughs> well done, guys. That was awesome. I love playing that. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Yes, that was yes. cool. And the turtle, it's still yeah. living in my head. And it will still live on my head for some good time. All right, fair enough. I mean, Turt was a very well thought of NPC. Turt the turtle. Uh, the rock turtle. Um, anyway, let me uh, switch this camera here. Um, folks, thank you very much for watching and for hanging out. Uh, we really do appreciate you. Uh, I would like to uh, remember you that this will be available on Spotify and on YouTube as soon as I can, which will be Monday. Hopefully it will be available at the start of the week so that you guys can catch up if you didn't watch any parts of it. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you for those that watch afterwards. Uh, we really truly appreciate you and uh, we hope that you had fun. So now, once again, let's roll around the table 
and uh, allow our players to introduce themselves and tell you guys where you can find them. This time, let's go in the opposite way. Which? Who are you? And what can they, where can they find you? Once again, I'm Witch. I'm a League of Legends streamer. I lose my sanity there, and it's it's being rough. It's being rough. It's being rough, but, but we, she we here. She made it to master and she, masters, and she's resilient. So Twitch.tv/slash/Witch underscore Sama, and you can find her there. Now let's move on to Tunalasia Meadow Falls, uh, one of the stars of of uh, of Ardom, Apparently, now she's very famous. Um, go ahead. Who are you, Amizian? What do you do? I am Mizi and I stream mostly Souls and indie games and I play D&D. And she plays Dungeons and Dragons. Twitch.tv slash MiziPeasy, that is M-I-Z-Z-I-E and then Peasy as P-E-A-S-Y, all, no, no space in between them. Uh, you can find her there if you want to. Next up, we've got our cleric, ZZ Estera. Who are you? What do you do? Well... I work and I do animations for you. That pretty much sums up my life. <laughs> All right, that's and that's it. You can find me whatever you want. Hopefully not. <laughs> Where, whatever, whatever. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, the links are in the chat and they will be on the description on YouTube. And finally, the name, the forbidden name, Fish. <laughs> who are you and what do you do? I'm Fish. I stream uh, single player games and on Twitch and also have videos up on YouTube. I just released a new edited video yesterday. So go check it out. Yes, please. And uh, can you please, I don't want to say it because I'm scared. Where can they find you? Both Twitch and YouTube is just slash your mother is a fish. <gasps> it's like oh seeing God. Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> um, she all right. cannot be named. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash your mother is a fish. There you go. You can find her there. Once again, chat, thank you so much for hanging out. We really do appreciate you. And to the people that watch it um, elsewhere, we appreciate it as well. Oh, shit. Um, I almost forgot this. Uh, guys, I've got a book out. It's on Amazon and on Kobo. It made it to top one on Kobo. And it's also on my Ko-Fi. And there's another one coming soon. It's currently in alpha testing. So if you're interested in fant a fantasy story, you can find The Scent of Nightmares on all of those platforms. And it is uh, about a D&D character that was played here in one shot. This is about a villain, about Kelana, uh, played by Mizzy. And no, you don't need to have watched any of the one shots to understand what's going on. And if you actually did, there's going to be some little nuggets of information that you will know extra, but nothing too big because I wanted people to be able to experience it without having to watch 18 hours of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so yeah, yeah, that, I guess that's uh, pretty much it. Once again, guys, thank you very much. Uh, we really, really do appreciate your presence. Uh, you're all amazing. Uh, stick around because there might be a raid. Uh, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye, folks. Bye. Bye. Thank you.